0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Do In Movie? Go ahead and pop in your DVD or blurry of that thing you do, theatrical cut. Press play and press pause when the 20th Century Fox logo fades to black and it fades to black very quickly, so keep an eye on that. So what are, are we, we doing, movie? That thing I do? Anyway, go so, ahead. Uh, we're done. <laughs> at the first frame you perceive of all black, press pause. And in a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause. At which point, I'll press play. You'll press play, and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except of course with four friends in your head instead of the music, which is kind of a bummer because the songs are all amazing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, your friends this week are myself, as always, T. Christy, Brian, William Fennopter, Michael Dorkman, Scott, Oh, hey, oh hey. and Trey the Amazing Stokes. You are my biggest fan. This is my T. Happy <laughs> the cops day are here because oh, they found me. I don't know how, but they found me. Run for it, Marty. I swear to God I did not flip out at the 7-Eleven
1: I just almost did what <laughs> happened I was telling a story before the show started I'll tell it later
2: Mike's, Mike's been uh, over yeah, was on the steroids and he almost had a moment no I'm super over
1: caffeinated and I almost like killed some people almost at the 7 because, because they were but, being but annoying. to be but. fair it
2: sounded like they needed
0: killing so <laughs> yeah. it's alright anyway this anyway. Is, like I think this is the only time we've done one of my all time favorite movies and I haven't been drinking which means I'm going to make it to the end of this one which is awesome because <laughs> I love this movie really, really 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 hard it's one of my favorite movies to quote, I don't think I've ever heard you quote this movie. Oh, I quote this movie all, oh, the, goddamn all goddamn the goddamn time. Yeah. time. Oh, yeah. you, I am ready to show Pittsburgh no mercy, Michael. <laughs> the critique about this movie that I could make is: I think it's really perfectly told as a story, and I think the editing process really nailed it down. If you watch the actual extended cut, all that stuff is great. If you already love it, but it, all of it should have been on the cutting room floor. The movie they made is, I think, really, really tight. But in so telling that story very well. It ends on this sort of like down note, like the energy level has sort of gone down and it's falling apart and everyone's just sort of like, you know, the, the you know the, the universe has just exploded and now it's all kind of just slowing down and kind of going into its cold expansion. And like you, you go out on the movie like... The expansion is speeding up, Teak, Well, <laughs> yeah. you, okay. you end up with this like <laughs> sort of really, right. really, really fun and enjoyable and exciting for the first like 60 minutes movie. And then the end of it is sort of like a bunch of bummers and sort of the tragedy of this band breaking up. Uh, and it's not quite as exciting to finish as it is to start, but that's fine with me because <laughs> if
2: if a twenty year old had made this movie, it wouldn't have ended that way. But this was made by a grown man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. And who knows what and, life is about. And what grown man but Tom Hanks? Like uh-huh. I have, I don't need more reasons to love Tom Hanks, you guys. And this just, I'm so proud of I wish he had done more stuff I was just after this movie came out And it did moderately well But like no one really cared at the time And it's become a sort of a cult thing since then But I just wonder like, god damn it Tom Hanks is really good at all of these things I wish he would do more of this stuff Because it's it's great And uh, I just, I love so much about it That if no one else says anything for the rest of the show We're covered (laughs) Brian, what about you? What's your history with this movie? Anyway, I like it a lot Um, I don't know. I
3: I watched it in the theater. You know when it came out, Uh, I was still fairly young at the time. Yeah,
2: I don't think I even knew this movie existed when it came out.
3: Yeah, I do remember watching it. Nobody did. I remember because uh, I was still young enough where telling actors apart was not necessarily a given. So I spent most of the beginning of the movie trying to figure out whether the kid was Tom Hanks somehow. Uh, He he is a Tom Hanks because he looks exactly like Tom Hanks, and then Tom Hanks actually shows up in the movie. "Uh, Oh, creepy!
2: The whole Benjamin Button
0: thing going on makes it easier. Um, I'm but, telling you man Hollywood is too reliant On this CGI shit <laughs> In 1990 What is this five, six, six? Six, six Five or six Five
3: six. or six yeah Really I mean honestly I don't know yeah. Other than just, I love this movie over and over again. What the hell else I'm going to say? I I wish Hanks did more actual directing. I mean, I love everything that he produces. I love the fact that Playtone, which is the record company in this, which he named his production company after, like Playtone is (laughs) now a real thing. It's now a real thing. uh, (laughs) And he does wonderful stuff with his actual real world Playtone. He's really good. And this is a really like almost perfectly flawlessly paced movie with the exception of like one extra montage. Towards the end, which I'm sure we'll get to. Ah, uh, yeah. This the, is really like a Hairstyling montage. Yeah, the the Liv Tyler like gets ready for the big night thing for some reason. Yeah, that does throw a penny on the train tracks. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, well, like she's... I really like structurally. It's just a perfectly put together film. Mike, what what about you?
1: It's news to me that this wasn't a well known movie because in my world everybody <laughs> knew about this right. movie. You know, uh, and and in you know in high school we were always quoting it and and stuff like that. And certainly. Um, I'm thirsty. It, it's been a long. It's been a long time since I saw it. Up to to preparing for for this was probably the first time I've seen it in probably nearly 17 years since it came out.
2: God, that's creepy to think about. I
1: know. <laughs> I realized that too. I was like, wait, when? <laughs> oh, yeah, what? But, uh, um, were your expectations like met? Not met? The I, I would say met. I would say I, I watch it and I'm like, okay, good. It still holds up as yeah. a movie. Like, it, thank God. Okay. It, it fortunately, um, you know, I think we've talked about this before. One of the benefits any movie gets from being a period piece is it doesn't date itself other than being of its period. Right. It yeah. doesn't date itself necessarily. Unless you do a bad
0: period piece. Yeah. You would you you could, go. what's with the lip gloss, Princess Leia? I just watched the Untouchables last week and you could not tell they didn't make it yesterday. Yeah. Like, it just that's looks great. perfect. Still looks perfect.
1: The only, I mean, the only thing about that thing you do is nowadays with DI and stuff like that, it would it would be a little more polished, I think. Yeah. But So that's the only thing that kind of gives it away that it was pre-millennial right. you know other than that it it could be made yesterday absolutely right. i think it's a really great movie like like you said i think it's pretty much perfectly paced and like you said it, 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 if anyone who's who's in the venn diagram of likes that thing you do and is interested in filmmaking and understanding that process really ought to take the time to see the extended version yeah, because right. i i completely under it's it's really entertaining especially if you like this movie already but like you said Every single cut they made was the right choice and it 's like thirty five minutes of yeah. stuff that they dropped They made the right choice to cut all of that stuff, and it 's really and it 's all good it, stuff, yeah. yeah, but
3: it's still unnecessary yeah
1: it 's good to watch to to learn about how you make smart decisions about telling a story and how you how you hone in on this is important, this is not, and right. you know uh, uh, kind of ride that line. And it's so, the
0: only bad thing you can say about Tom Hanks. He kills his babies. Yeah. <laughs> or someone, Tom Hanks or someone
2: kills, kills his babies. Gary,
0: Gary Getzman or someone yeah. talks yeah. him
2: into it. So. Trey, what about, I know you love this movie. I do. I, I, I like it fine. It's one of those things where you go, damn, you know, Tom Hanks. You just sort of effortly, effortlessly just sort of like... Made a movie right there, you know. It's like it's not a. You don't have to give it the first. Oh, it's his first time handicap or anything yeah. else. It's a perfectly polished, perfectly entertaining, fun, fun little story, and uh, and it is a fun little story, and it's a it's a story that I. Relate to a little bit more probably than you guys because I, you know, I was around when these things were happening. I wasn't in a rock band in the in the '60s, but you know, seeing these like like every style they emulate, I go, oh, totally watch that on the Ed Sullivan Show. Yes, I, you know, the the Wonders could absolutely have been exactly one of those bands that existed at the time. So it feels like a weird kind of pseudo docudrama and not a not a completely made up history. But yeah, it's a perfectly fun little movie, and um, and uh, you know,
0: let's see what else there is to say. We'll find out. <laughs> You're at the point where the 20th Century Fox logo has faded to black, like we are here. Put your finger on the button. Three, two, one. On pause. I,
1: I obviously, I, I wasn't there at the time. Um, but I, yeah, I can, I can, I can absolutely <laughs> agree with oh, that songs because on my this, this very sh- got <laughs> that one out of the way.
3: Association with a uh, clavius base. Uh, yeah, that was his former company. Uh, that was his old company. Um, that was his Earth uh, to the Moon Company. Uh, 2001 Space Odyssey this, reference.
1: This movie, um, this movie came out a, about a year, so they probably put this into production right around the time um, where the Beatles were getting a resurgence because of the Beatles anthology and that was a TV show and that was a new right. album of all their stuff and and so it was a TV series where you saw the uh, you know True, if, you, yeah. if you weren't there at yeah. the time someone like me I I got to see the Ed Sullivan show I got to see the basically the the things that they they M- practically matched In some yeah. of these scenes yeah, You know the, All the Beatles performances well, yeah, the, Where the, the girls girls, were, were,
2: girls he's married That's yeah. that's a direct Beatles
1: The girls were You know There's the uh, the Where they're doing um, Dance with me Or whatever the the song's name is Dance with me tonight Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, The uh, You know they're, So they're in that Kind of theater in the round yeah. uh, uh, Basketball court There's a There's a Beatles video Almost identical to that Where yeah. the girls are screaming so loud You can't even hear there's, the Beatles Stadium, You know Yeah so. um, and so it was, it, it's absolutely, like you You said, I wasn't there at the time, but having watched the Beatles anthology, I watched this and I go, oh, I
0: see, I totally I see what it. they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And they absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Um, what you were, the song that's playing right here, by the way, written by Tom Hanks. Performed, oh. like the music was written by someone else and performed, and, it sounds, what
2: it, and what it sounds like, it sounds like what was a pop song before the rock, before roll the rock and roll revolution. Loving
0: the, you lots and lots. Yeah, very, mm-hmm.
2: fo- very folky, very, you know, the... the, the I, uh, I would not
1: have known that this was... An original not a original song. song. I would have thought that this yeah. was straight up. If I'm yeah. not
0: mistaken, literally all of the music, even the incidental stuff, you just hear for a second, is all fake pop songs they created for the movie. Wow. it's All of them. And they're all really good songs. There's not a bad song in this movie, which is annoying.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. this part of it may be because this movie is... Nearly twenty years old, but I was like, "Are you sure?" Because I could swear, Mister Downtown is yeah, like, know, you know, like a, they,
2: they really, they really nailed the styles, and even like that album cover is so a period-looking album cover, yeah. you know, uh, Although you a, know, so if, what a jazz album would look like
1: as a as a uh, yeah as as. I don't know if I I recognized it at the time, but you know the the guy who plays Del Paxton is definitely that guy. Actually, he was in Demolition Man. Uh, in my yeah, Bill, yes, Cobb. Bill, Bill Cobbs. I would have recognized him at the time. And, and it was in. It, uh, it he is was in
2: uh, the the Matt Perry show that was just canceled. Oh. But he was great in that too. The uh, which go
0: one, on,
3: the go, Mr. Go Sunshine on. or the uh, Go on, on. Go,
2: go on, on. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: No, but th- th- that's one. It's one of those things where I you see his picture and and you know knowing how movies go, it's like oh. We're going to meet him <laughs> yeah, sooner or later. It, right. he, <laughs> he's too famous to just be a guy on a, a picture.
0: <laughs> yeah. Delt Paxton. But, Jonathan uh, Demi. Yeah. yeah.
1: What, what, uh, cameo later? uh, my roommate picked it up, and it's probably the case you were talking about how, you know, straight out of the gate, it was really polished. He had just, uh, Tom Hanks had just come off, um, Forrest Gump doing At this 13. And a pol- and, and so you. Yeah, he. I mean, he so worked a, with so really good. So that thing you do is ninety six. Yeah. So yeah. Paris
3: Gump is ninety four. Apollo fifteen yeah. is Yeah. So he would have
1: he yeah. would have gone on to this right around right as as he finished basically, yeah. um, working on those and. Uh, you know, my roommate pointed out. He's like, this feels a lot like a Zemeckis movie. I'm like, I'm sure he picked up on oh, all yeah. that yeah. shit. He, he, from... he didn't
2: direct necessarily himself many things, but he worked with every director there is. Yeah, um, I think the only one he hadn't, unless I'm this is one, I'm not thinking, thinking of. He, he hadn't worked with Spielberg yet. That was yeah. the next year. Yeah, I don't think but, so. But uh, but he'd worked with uh, Zemeckis and Demi, and, Joe Dante. You know, so Joe Dante. We
1: just got our first uh, rather large cut. From the yeah. extended version which, Where he turns off the sign And then he's driving home Listening to Mr. Downtown So it's introducing That he listens to that word, So that's kind of a payoff later And he he uh, sees his girlfriend His girlfriend's driving to meet him Because he was late to a party or something And they go back to his place Or yeah, they go back to his place He lives on his own You In the movie it almost implies That right. he maybe still lives with his parents They go back to his place They're making out a little bit And it's it's... In in the movie as it is now, the first time you meet her, she's being kind of a bitch at the at the talent show. Yeah, and so. That was an opportunity to establish. They do have a good relationship. In fact, they have literally a conversation about we've been together a year now. How's it going? You know, she's the one who brings it up, and she's like, you know, we've been together, and she's happy about it. You know, Um, so so to kind of establish their relationship, and and like we were talking about before, um, there's kind of a whole subplot with her and her dentist as a Mr. Captain America over there. Yeah, it keeps going. It keeps going back to to her. Um, you know being with the dentist and and some of the scenes are very funny um, but i totally see how it's like yeah. yeah he had a girlfriend who wasn't really that interested and she <laughs> went and dated the dentist and fuck it you know
0: yeah. and, what, and that's all it is in this movie what's the movie about it's about a band that gets famous oh then why is the dentist chef in there <laughs> why yeah. is there a half good, hour good, good of his questions. girlfriend and a dentist <laughs> yeah. good question yeah i don't actually yeah. guess I that. You,
2: you could make like a short film out of the whole saga of yeah. charlie's yeah. their and the dentist and uh, you know, so these days a, that would be like a little tie-in. Exactly, you know. that would totally be on YouTube. As A, <laughs> a web series, aside as as yeah, the viral
3: marketing campaign. Hey, did you ever
2: wonder what happened with the dentist? Here's the entire story of how that happened. So yeah, well, tonight not, on E. One of the things that's <laughs> weird about it is, like you said, it makes her much more sympathetic than she comes off in the movie itself. Yeah. yeah. So her character basically has been sacrificed on the altar of the entire movie, because she comes off much better in when you see all the story. But <laughs> yeah. she's she's just sort of like. You know, you couldn't cut her out completely because she served a function. So it's like, okay, well, I'm leaving the part where she she's kind of a bitch and leave it at that. I'm
3: imagining like Hank's in the cutting room with the producer whoever's like making the argument. of, Well, Tom, you know, we really should cut this for time. It's not that important. And Hank's like just being the ultimate nice guy being like, but she'll
2: see. So she'll seem so mean if we cut all that. She's going to be pretty big someday. I think we should have more (laughs) of her in the movie. On the uh,
0: re-release DVD, there's like a reunion interview with all the people in it, uh, except for Hank's. Uh, but at some, One of the guys off camera Who's like asking questions As they're all just sitting on chairs uh, Is like uh, So Charlize uh, You seem kind of Like off-putting in this movie Could you talk about that? And she's like Like total bitch face Like I don't know what you mean
3: And then she starts laughing But she like totally like Stone colds him She, just, she like, turned it on Like
0: ooh I don't know what you're is. Yeah. And when Charlize and Gives you like the, oh, she can, the ice gaze She can ice queen Like nobody's business Yeah man but uh, that whole, the whole thing Is really fun And there's actually A lot of special features On these DVDs That I was just Getting a, a big a kick out of One of which I would never seen Because it's the sort of thing Like you know how If you can't tell What a special feature is By the title You're like Eh whatever I don't I really care There was one of those On this DVD That I never watched Which is The Wonders Huge in Japan But I just watched it Last night Because I realized I'm, I'm kind of curious Turns out it was like An eight minute documentary About this whole thing They did in the PR Where after the movie Tom Hanks flew out All four of the band members On a pl- uh, private jet To Tokyo Where they actually gigged and did like a little tour and did like the weird Jay Leno shows and they're like going on and just actually doing the whole thing and it's this wonderful like high road doc that they Were they, they did. doing it in character or was it just No of they were like, doing it like okay. as themselves but they were all wearing matching suits and they look sure. great in red um, <laughs> but it was just so and it's and like Tom Everett Scott gets halfway there forgets his passport so he has to get like dropped off in Anchorage <laughs> so that they can go to Tokyo without him and it's the wonderful little documentary of the weird sort of press idea to let's have him go on tour in Japan totally worked. Totally
2: worked. I just have to uh, point out that uh, Jimmy is probably a more sympathetic character to me than to most people because he actually knows the proper definition is a marionette as a puppet with strings. No, and he recognizes the, the <laughs> genius of, of uh, Jerry Anderson. So Jimmy's my man. They're puppets the, marionettes. the bought, marionettes i bought all 3 of the herdsman's albums <laughs> <laughs> just in in
0: support just didn't have a listen to them <laughs> <laughs> that's that's but like I helped let get to gold you're but... an investment hipster
2: <laughs> <laughs> i had i had pretty much that clock radio if not you know if, if not exactly that one close to that one that was like my first <laughs> clock radio although
3: there was a <laughs> i not, would hate to be i would hate, i would never ever want to be in the prop de- art department because some guy's job was to go out and find all of those 50-year-olds. In 1995. Five and 90 shine seven. them up. Yeah. Well,
2: a lot of a lot of good, you know, if, if you want to have your mind blown, go to a prop company, although we've lost no, a few, I've been, we've lost a few but, in the past couple of years. Where you go to, where's your where the clock radio aisle? You know, you want 50s? 50s is there. A really big yeah. one. It's mind-blowing. But still,
3: I mean, if, whether it's for the production or for a prop house like that, somebody has to go out and yeah. find this is, 10 shelves worth of you're, 50s you're right. clock this, radios. Yeah, well, this is
2: especially like, wait, an appliance store? Oh, my God. God, yeah. you know, I can get one clock radio, but you meet, need me to get all of them. That's great. Okay, fine. <laughs> although
0: that gives me—I'm uh, trying to figure out sort of the. The exchange rate between the <laughs> '60s and now, because they're going to win a hundred dollars to split among themselves if they win the Mercury yeah. yeah. we, right? we can look that up on Google. Yeah. No, it's a hundred bucks. But that clock radio, he said, it was 1999 or 1995. 14. 14.95. Oh, uh, 14. Yeah. So, okay. Now I'm trying to figure out if that's what a clock radio costs. Which is basically, it's pretty much the same now. It seems
2: kind of high for a clock radio. Exactly.
0: That's, I'm, I'm thinking like if it was like six bucks, I'd be like, okay. And now I also understand the context of that hundred bucks. That's you know, yeah. that's you know, several you know, everyone gets to split like sixty bucks or something like that if you kind of convert it into now dollars but now i'm like wait a second then how much money is that because if a hundred dollars total would only buy like six clock radios that's like in modern dollars it's like it's like 90 bucks
1: it's not meant to be a huge
0: prize it's just it's just just a little thingy yeah we split a hundred
2: dollars that's why that's why it's kind of ridiculous that they're showing up with a with a four-piece band because the prizes, I mean some people yeah. are like one person, you know, we'll get the $100. That means something. But it's like <laughs> these guys, these losers are going to show up with four people
0: and split $100. It would have sucked if the uh, trumpet band, won, though. It's like all those guys, does the short yeah. guy get like less money They just get a dollar.
3: It's like no, it's $1 this according to this inflation calculator. Worth $7.52 in 1964. So, like, so 750 like 750 bucks.
0: Damn. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, there was another whole extended sequence right there in the garage when they are practicing that was also lost, which is really funny because... That also means that clock radio is worth like 200 bucks or something, but... Uh, it's <laughs> a nice <laughs> <and> <laughs> it's, clock radio.
2: It's, it's, I still don't buy the clock radio price. <laughs> uh, that, Patterson's gouges people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Patterson's don't shop at Patterson's. No
2: wonder they're going to tell them Yeah,
0: jeez. Anyway, um in that I and mean, what you see in the garage and that's kind of longer it's basically just more shitting on jimmy uh because it's like uh he's like we need oh, to write yeah. more, we need to write more slow songs and, and lanny's over there like no we don't <laughs> well no that that's a that's
1: that. a that's a a later scene that scene is establishing guy wants to go fast right and they yeah. keep he keeps slowing him down and, and as it is in in this you genuinely can't tell if if guy was like, "Fuck you," this song should be fast. Or if he's like just nervous and he does it, and yeah. they just have to go with it. I
0: saw there was a whole discussion about that on the IMDb boards. On accident, by accident, thank by you. accident. Thank you, thank you. Last tell, night when I was at friends. the IMDb, I ended up scrolling down far enough that I yeah. could see the thread. It's like,
1: does guy do it on purpose yeah. or not? And it's um, not clear. In it, never, the movie. Well, it never. I it never it totally occurred Exactly. Yeah, me too. I, I thought. I thought so it, until it never I read it. it was I went, but. That's not necessarily clear. Actually, because he seems completely unnervous for one. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. He seems like he's making the call like, all right, we're doing yeah. this. The, month longer, the yeah. longer cut makes it clear yeah, that it was that a he, deliberate he choice that he made. That, yeah. um, whereas Plus this m- one is just kind of like, it's not established that he wanted to do that. So, But but I do remember watching it. It did seem clear to me that he had deliberately been like, nah, fuck it. Let's <laughs> do it totally,
0: like this. He's totally being a douche. they the, yeah. ma- mariachi band with like, you know, five or six 19-year-old guys and then one like skinny Steve 12-year-old yeah. right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guy.
2: I got just jumping back for a sec. Charlize Theron was just born to wear that f- bouffant flipping right? style. I mean, my god, it's like she was genetically engineered to to have that hair.
1: Yeah, she could play in a like Stepford Wives movie totally. Yes. yes. <laughs> Speaking Did, of, ge- didn't
2: she at some point or other? Uh, that I was Nicole like Kidman, was, but very. Oh, near. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. That's right. So there you go. So this this smarmy MC looks like now. Of course, you're a jerkhead. Now of course I love, love that. The, yeah.
1: Shut the fuck up. Now that by the way, <laughs> I'll kick your ass. Now that of
2: course and by the way that guy their their fan is Sean Whalen. Yeah. yeah, Aaron Burr, um, among other things, but uh, Sean Whalen I, I I knew from the groundlings. Like, so every time I see him show up, and so they're like, "Hey, Sean, all right, dude." <laughs> Sean's gone on to be a, a improv teacher and director, and uh, he shows up in uh, Always
0: Sunny. Sometimes I saw him first in yeah, Twister, yeah, yeah, which was the same year as this. He was having a That's hell of a ninety-six. Yeah, he's the guy he's who one of those guys. He's the, the guy who folded the maps. Yes, and Alan Ruck wants you to roll the maps. Roll the maps. There is a big crease right through maps. Wichita. Yeah. there is a lot of movies that I quote from nineteen ninety-six. Weird. It's this big, big year for quotes. It was, a, it was a great year for quotes. <laughs> the <own eaters>. oh, <laughs> the fact that It's
3: great direction to the fact that he comes into frame. Yeah, like it doesn't just, cut to him. He comes in and grabs <laughs> uh, wonders. Just
2: the, yeah, The fact that he's like right in his face, he's going, don't stop.
0: Stop doing that. He just refuses. Nope, no plan. Like a freight train. Yeah. But the subtitle I, helpfully says, like when they were practicing, it, it said in brackets, ballad. The subtitles just said, bop. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I like uh, I, I like the way they, they also did it where where... Uh, Jimmy is still trying to do it like yeah, a ballad, you, but you at the at the full tempo. And then ab- about halfway through the second verse is he when he, 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 he just has to just get it. Does it
2: now? We, of course, we're, we're not listening to the music, but. Um, I'm wondering how much you know how much of an audition process it was. Okay, what is the song that we're going to play eight times in yeah, this movie without right. getting sick of? And and they certainly nailed it. Not that they play it eight times through, and every time they play it, it's sort of in a different circumstance yeah, and a different right. arrangement they, of it.
1: You get you so, get three full plays of yeah, it, in and then this you get movie. hints of it. But, yeah. but
2: what's fun about this one is this is really not a very good version of it because yeah. obviously they're kind of winging it here, and they didn't, they haven't played it like this before. So it's really interesting just to hear how it becomes how you know Steve Zahn gets more. Elaborate with his harmonies, and and they right. start, you know, and everyone starts to kind of get their riffs figured out, and uh, it becomes I love a whole Steve thing. Ron's
1: face, he's, yeah, like, he's like, yeah, we're doing this, all this right, is great. all right. You're a lucky man. <laughs> I like sketch. Yeah, from the from yeah from the very beginning, he's singing the harmonies, and you see this grin on his face, like, like this is how it ought to <laughs> be. Yeah.
0: Yes, been saying yeah. exactly, which is you know a whole thing that's in the uh, the other one where you, he's he's really fucking sick of Jimmy's shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and the funny other thing about he, I didn't realize this. <laughs> no, uh, oh, yeah,
1: there's mm. a there's a great li- he's got all. The great lines in this movie, but he go- he goes because uh, because uh, um, there's the scene where they're. Trying to slow guy down and, and all of that and he's like guys playing really slow and Jimmy's like slow slow and and that's, yes, that's yeah, when, exactly yeah that's when that's when he's finally like yeah slow down there whoa it's, this isn't <laughs> yeah. a polka okay this is rock and roll and like, yeah
2: yeah <laughs> Steve Zahn is another one of those actors where you you do
0: you know if you have him in your movie you go okay and now we're just gonna point the camera at Steve for a little while yeah and let Steve be Steve and I hadn't realized to what extent there actually is a tremendous amount of ad libbing mostly on his part in oh, this yeah. movie not everyone. else Else. Most of them stick pretty close yeah. to the script, but uh, Tom Hanks has a huge ass crush on Steve Zahn, yes. and like he would just give him like the extra you know Judd Apatow five takes after they'd gotten it to be like say it this way and I say it that way and I say it this way and that's um, <laughs> yeah. And he kept cracking Hanks up, like it, he was clearly very amused and just like oh go again that was great go oh that was perfect, which has got to be fun for the actor and indulgent. And in, the, in one of the EPKs, he, uh, St- Zahn says, "I knew all that stuff was going on in the cutting room floor. Like I had I did not think it was going to be in the movie at all. Like all of my lines." <laughs> um, uh, but one of the funny ones is he's, uh, it's in the bar at Villa Piano's and the guy hands down the money. Do you know what this is? It's a bonus. Do you know why? And they did like six different versions of his response to that. And like the last one they did, obviously, cause Tom likes it so much, he stopped, but he was like, say like, you have no idea. Just be like, I have no idea. But then he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> <He's> so excited. <laughs> yeah. Like he's Tom Cruise confessing his love to Renee Zellweger. Just, I have no idea. And, uh, it, yeah it's just tom hanks giggling off camera and everyone said like he's the world's best director really and just everything tom hanks is winning at life his if you actually look at his like his, his credit card it says t hanks hmm. his name is thanks oh well, yeah. that's
3: how he signs his twitters yeah, yeah.
0: hanks h-a-n-x H- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hanks just so, just so you know it's him and not a assistant he signs it i love him <laughs> um where does this belong in your uh, sort of pantheon of great uh, rock and roll movies
1: it, well, I, like for I was, me, the
0: trifecta is almost famous high fidelity. This hmm. well, I don't know. I don't know if I have an opinion on that. I don't know.
1: I was going to say something
0: else, but I'm I don't want to think, get like, off. Do I have any, the Do subject. I have a
3: list of yeah. rock and roll movies? I feel like uh, the
1: thing you do. Uh,
3: there's Rockstar, which was Rockstar. The Mark Wahlberg one. Yeah, so I think it goes, that thing you do, Rock Rockstar, and then Lord yeah, of the spinal Rings. Tap, the king. Just spinal Tap, I guess.
2: Does Spinal <laughs> Tap count? <laughs> I would go with Spinal <laughs> Tap. Yeah. Rock the- of Ages is up there. Rock of Ages, Definitely. yes. Rock of Ages. Okay, if we're, if we're going fictional or like, you, oh, know, yeah, it's yeah, just, you know not like a pseudo-biopic, right. well then then uh, for me, number one is Streets of Fire, uh, and always will be. but Because um, that's a, a rock and roll movie if there ever was one. But uh,
0: but uh, yeah, this is there's a, a oh, There's also a, the Velvet one. Velvet Goldmine. Which was also oh, which That's that, a weird It's, a weird, scene, it's, but, a, it's yeah. a weird one It's you know It's gl- glam Which is slightly different <laughs> yeah. yeah look how bored they look um, Well it was a shot Of like the, the old
3: people Old not attractive
0: people Like seducing each other so. yeah. Oh yeah uh. <laughs> Hey she was hot man I love Almost Famous It's the sort of movie That is I think it's fucking Totally perfect But I don't think We could do it on this show Because it's really long And it's just solidly good And there's really Like All you can do is go What happened to Cameron Crow?" And that's it I've liked some of his other stuff, but I think almost famous is his Magnum opus. Liv Tyler. Is Magnum famous? Liv Tyler. She's great in this. She is. I she was doesn't, like really, her she doesn't really do anything in this either. Uh, except, except she's longer version. She's in she every scene, scene, which, which is about.
2: weird. It's like she's she's a key character and she she doesn't do anything like flashy and showy. She doesn't have like a big Oh wow. What's Liv Tyler's big scene in this movie? She doesn't really have one. She's just always the you know the girl in the corner. But Table nine, your pizza's ready. But they did a really nice uh uh nice job, I think, of, of showing what's going on with her i mean right from the get-go the very first thing you know to the point where you as the audience member go oh come on you know where this is going everybody just needs to go she shouldn't be with jimmy she should be with him no. you know right from the get-go it's like they're the ones who are connected and jimmy's you know the one who's in his own space and not even paying attention to her
0: shit happens man exactly you gotta keep so, an eye on that
2: so it's like it's actually we mentioned this i mentioned this in a uh, previous episode talking about um this is a little different than than body snatchers where body snatchers is about a very grown-up relationship where a man and a woman who are both involved with other people recognize that they have an attraction to each other but are you know and aware of it but they're not doing anything about it. This is a much more typical boy meets girl they're both with the wrong people but they get together in the end. Right. As opposed to a grown-up thing where it's like you know yeah at a different time and place we would totally have hooked up and that's not going to happen because we are with people yeah. that we are committed to now. Fortunately the alien monsters came. Yeah, thank God and the alien monsters came and shook that paradigm right up. So <laughs> I love this. I don't Very know why they uh, of,
1: of all the things that got cut, they left in that bit with his dad going like the the little God subplot about middle the of the sign. Night leaving the sun yeah, on. Yeah. I'm not entirely I, clear. And, and
0: I always loved how I don't think it was intentional or supposed to be a joke. It's just that the, the dad's entire rant to himself, like ah, you know, I is it entirely rhymes it was like. <laughs> yeah. Can't he do anything right? Get me out here in the goddamn middle of the night. Turn off the light, guys. He's just like the whole thing. said <laughs> that to music. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I think it's just. I think it just needs a tra- They need
0: a transition. They could have taken the Hobbit's They could have done something guard. else. Oh, that's but, probably true.
2: That's true. But um, needed to just make time pass. You know. Yeah. It's. I mean, they could have done an extra shot of Villa pianos with you know cars driving away or whatever. I mean, there's lots of ways to do it. So so yeah, it's it's again. It is one of those questions where you go, well, well, why did they go with that? And it's like, well, there is a subplot which fades away. Yeah, it doesn't fade away. They pretty much pay it off. There is the whole Family not approving of this music right. stuff, right? Exactly. So, so you know, I think they wanted to to, to put another pushpin into that. Yeah, you know, it's, you're right. it, it's, that's, it's, that's inter- inter- what right.
1: It's interesting yeah. because there's a there's a uh, you know that that's the trope is the the family is unsupportive and they finally come around. Sure. They're never actually really unsupportive. They're just grumpy because he's yeah. shirking his other responsibility. Exactly. But they're actually, I mean, his dad lets him yeah. put his records in, yeah, their, not, in the store. Yeah, they're, they're not,
2: not they're not
0: as bad as 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 they could be in a cliche. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's all, you know, yeah, that's right, that's right. I mean, grumpy is good, and I have to, I guess you could give him props for that, because it's not overwrought. Yeah. It feels kind of honest, like, put that away, you can eat it anytime, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a grown-up's job
2: to be like, yeah, you're not going to actually be successful in Yeah, this isn't gonna a gonna musician. Work. That right. doesn't happen.
0: So, don't, you know, you should really think about the appliance store more. Yeah. I just love But once he, once he has succeeded And he finally Gives him his blessing And he's like rocking out In the living room While they're on the yeah. Ed Sullivan show Or whatever it is He's singing his kid's song Wrong Super Which is adorable yeah. yeah that's how <laughs> He doesn't yeah. know it But he's like rocking out With the sunglasses yeah, on Yeah but I mean, that,
2: that, that is The payoff of that Is the family finally goes Alright I guess that I guess that worked out After all And they're happy about it my, my favorite one Actually just to do a quote And get it out of the way Is his mom going Quiet down I'm trying to hear it Which cracks me up <laughs> Yeah she's, you know, she's heard it like 500 times already so here's a here's here's a cameo. Here's one of our many cameos. Yeah. There's a thousand Not cameos Jesus, uh, although I guess you could
0: count that one. Chris Isaac, yeah, yeah. Which that's he has that. As far as I know, he only has one song. But every time I hear it, I get kind of creeped out, yeah. but also kind of into it. It's the it's the remember I, I don't remember what it's called. It's like Twisted Game or something like that, where they're like some writhing around on the beach and it's all like sexified. <laughs> Makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, I want I want. Damn it, I want Steve Zahn in every movie. They did. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I For a while there, you were getting your wish. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we just talking about
1: the song that thing you do. It's like. They really nailed it as you listen to it and you go, yes, this would be a hit. Yes, this is something that you could hear over and over yeah. again and not really get tired of, you know, which you have to do because they're going to play it a bunch of times right, yeah. in the movie. So it's a really good thing that they, they just found the song because it's, it's like you, um, uh, like we've always talked about. It's like if you hear, if there's a if there's a character who is like this is the fucking funniest guy and it's yeah, like yeah. a stand up comic it's like well you better okay. fucking never show that set okay because yeah, otherwise right. there's
2: it, no this the Studio
1: 60 problem yeah so, exactly so there's a
0: hit song that lit the entire country on fire yeah all yeah. right you have my attention yeah, let's yeah. Hear all right
1: it. let's hear that good, good Mr. movie you have yeah. ninety minutes on the Gong Show Go. and then yeah. and then they actually although uh, very wisely also the the song never hits number one yeah although although according to the apparently there's like an expanded universe of this whole thing because in the because because H- the uh, Hanks wrote a huge bible for the, the movie. Al- yeah. because the um in the album the Is liner there- notes there's some there's like the fictional uh, in- information so apparently it did external to the movie they never show it but apparently it did peak at number two it never made number one but it did peak at number two in the fictional world of of the story is
3: there that thing you do fan fiction there
1: might
0: be there's probably (laughs) there actually is there actually is i was on the imdb board last night i'm sorry world and there is a script for uh that thing you do too that thing you too something no but they should have done that but what's crazy YouTube. is like, two thing to it's, do it's, i think it's on <laughs> two thing to do uh but if you go to nice. i think it's that thing you dot net oh, okay. you can see it it's this guy's website and he's like "Hi, oh, i was a crew member on the first one and i thought this would be a great movie to write a sequel for and you go through his shit He no, was actually in, failed to understand. he was actually in yeah. the catering department okay and nice. i was like all right well i'll give it a shot because we you know we have a whole board for this on the forum now where it's like all right write a pitch go do your thing so i'm like I'm. I would be curious if there was a good one. I don't think there's one that's possible. But let's see what you got, Catering Guy. And I made it a few pages in, and it's just <laughs> really, really. There was time travel, and suddenly, <laughs> it, and no, like
1: Tom a, Hanks was a psychic. There was a Zeppelin race. Is it is it, yeah. a,
0: is
3: it called a Pitch Perfect fanfic? Is that what it's called? That's what uh, no, I'm looking at right now. No, it's. Uh, oh I think God. It's, it's No, like, I
0: think that would be for Pitch Perfect, wouldn't it? Would oh, yeah, I yeah, hope okay. so. In it any does. case, oh yeah, Pitch Perfect dolls on that list. But anyway, no, it opens with like TB player on. Like he's he's his has shell shock from coming back oh, from the war. And like, Jesus. Lenny- I was gonna say,
1: I was gonna say at the at the end, it's like, they're where are they now? I was like, what if what if TB player his whole thing was like, yeah, he was like killed in his first month in action, like yeah. in the last ten seconds like, the movie, just fucking totally ruins American, your life,
0: American Graffiti, that <laughs> shit. Yeah. He was showing someone how many pushups he could do, and a sniper got him off the high bluff. Yeah. No, but he comes <laughs> back from Vegas, like it's Lenny. I only made it like three pages. I only made it like three pages in, but it opens with <laughs> only three pages. It was it's you know that particular style of not perfectly written dialogue that it's not even just bad it actually s- sounds exactly like like bad lit porn or fanfic <laughs> writing no. like there's a very you mean like last
2: week's episode of under the dome there's like a very,
0: there's a very particular wow. kind of no human talks like that yeah. where it's not just like clunky it's like Weird, and it feels kind of yeah. wet, and it's just gross. <laughs> it's, kind like, of it's like it's yeah. like it's yeah. like everybody
1: who's just learning somehow learned that language as they're yes. as they're starting right. out. Yeah, and it's all like that. It it's Lenny
0: driving TB back from Vegas, and TB's like in shock and doesn't talk to anyone. And Sketch and Fair like living together in a bungalow and all this other shit. And I kind of scroll up to like the middle of it, and I, they do it basically a whole Faye has a band and they're trying to get her off the ground thing with it oh my god yes there is that thing you do fan fiction and no you don't want to read it it sounds wow. really it sounds really
1: dark
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah really that's pretty heavy
0: yeah man it's heavy stuff there,
1: there's also a, uh, a yeah so so this scene right here there's a whole beginning of this scene where he's setting up the, the records and they're basically making fun of him because there was <laughs> yeah. a, actually the, the, the bit they cut was at the end of their set at uh, Filipina's there was a, the, a riot broke out and so they're reading the the paper about oh, this, right. this riot that that was caused by a the race performance riot? of uh, the, oh
3: no performance riot. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: performance riot um, caused by the Oneiders. and uh, they're all laughing at him and being like ah you started a riot that's how you know but um so so <laughs> you got a man killed yeah they're, they're more they're much more uh, and and it's it's another um they it's another example of kind of the like you were saying I think I think part of it they they cut a lot of. Of uh, guy face stuff.
0: <laughs> oh my! Yeah, probably because they thought they were like because it was redundant. <laughs> like they, you were, yeah, you were just, and they're also yeah. just you know they're,
1: they're you're hitting it over the head, but it's like the there's the the riot breaks out like somebody's grabs the uh, fire extinguisher and sprays it over the crowd. Um, Tina his girlfriend flips out and leaves whereas Faith thinks it's the greatest thing she's That's laughing right. and enjoying it and and, sh- and you know he's up on stage enjoying it and it's like look at them together they get it and, and meanwhile Jimmy is being just like Tina and like packing his shit up like fuck this and blah 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 but yeah, actually ended up with Tina. yeah it actually yeah <laughs> It actually occurred to me Watching this I was like Jimmy is basically This is like the story Of George Lucas Is what this is <laughs> It was like He got really famous For something he did But it wasn't the way He wanted it to be yeah. And he could oh never Get people to pay attention To the thing He actually wanted to do And it's like if Everyone it, was just Having fun Yeah The sequel The sequel should have been He, he came back He he re- rebuilt the wonders And then put out That thing you do As a ballad, yeah, the ballad And the just was fucking Meant to be yeah.
0: <laughs> And like, it topped the charts Well like 100 100- on the charts in Norway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everyone's like, oh my God, he's coming back. And then he plays the ballad version
2: of it and everyone goes, what the hell
0: is this? But he recalled all the other records. He wouldn't let you sell it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then like 30 years later, he added a CD job of the HUD Yeah, yeah, exactly. To the song. Now, I love this actor and he must just be like buds with Tom Hanks because he shows up. Yeah, yeah, he's Deke Slayton. He's one one of his regulars, yeah. And I I, I always learn his name and then I always forget it again. Uh, Yeah, me too. Yeah. no. He's a that he, guy he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a goodly that guy Like the other that guy That Hanks always brings back around I do know his name Is Nick Searcy uh, Who plays the guy Who like is, is the administrator for NASA Throughout the whole thing Kind of oh. the He plays um, Oh god I used to know the name Chris too. Ellis is this guy Chris Ellis That's what it is He doesn't look like a Chris He looks he like he should be like a Danny Or something like that yeah. Maybe Maybe Bill You know He's, he's just got a Kind of an honest face I like his face Now what's interesting Do you guys know the story Behind how the song got written no tell us that thing you do yeah uh hanks had basically gone to the studio and said so i have this thing i kind of want to make and they're like brilliant do it go and gave him some money he's like okay well the first thing we need to do is get this song written because we have to rehearse with the actors and we want to do like the band practice sort of thing with them for a little while just to get them off the ground so they can actually look like a band when they're playing which they did do but they couldn't really start that process too much until they had a goddamn song so that process started really early and hanks basically put up a little like a flag to whichever uh, record company is associated with 20th century fox maybe it's like columbia uh, I, I think they have a, I don't know. But in some case, he got to a record company and said, Hey, can you have someone write a song for this? And they're like, Yeah, we'll find, you know, we'll have a few of them made up. So it was sort of like a, it wasn't like an open contest, but it was the sort of thing where people like who were represented in LA, like in music writers, and you know, they have agents, uh, were all like, Yeah, if you want to do this thing for Tom Hanks' movie, you can give it a shot. And one guy, Adam Schlesinger, who's uh, later in Fountains of Wayne, which is the band that did Stacy's mom, <laughs> uh, was like, Oh, well, I love the 60s. I'm a big fan of that kind of style of music. And I like, you know, doing this sort of thing anyway. So he just, you know, writes it down, records a demo of it with his buddy Mike Viola uh, on vocals who's the guy that's actually singing in this movie and um, what's interesting is it's almost exactly the same as the final like the demo sounds exactly the same because they, they kept his buddy Mike on the lead vocals for the actual movie uh, and he ended up writing a couple other incidental pieces in this Mike Viola which is really interesting he along with Adam Schlesinger doing this movie Viola went over and wrote like all the songs for like Dewey Cox and get into <laughs> the Greek like you wrote African Child and all that shit. So there's these two guys that had just basically made a minor career out of writing fake pop songs for movies and I just feel I just realized what I want my job to be. Like that's amazing. Anyway, so they ended up making this movie. I mean,
1: there's very little difference between that job and the job of Writing yeah, pop exactly. songs for real, but this i mean, I mean, most of the, oh the popular pop songs, especially in the last you know decade or so, are written by like three people, and they just, yeah, they just give and them not a- written by the artists that you think. Yeah, it's just that like are, it's it's almost for them. Yeah. it's almost like the uh, the you know the old school Hollywood studio system. It's like okay, I just wrote another pop song. Who's
2: not recording this yeah. week?
1: Okay, it's a Britney Spears song because like, that's hers.
2: Just like in the movie, it's yeah.
0: like you know, oh, you're gonna do an album, but you're not gonna write the
2: songs on it. I yeah. mean, what are you crazy? Anyway, you can.
0: Actually actually find videos of uh, Adam Schlesinger and Mike Viola playing that song together like just a couple of years ago they went on like a little minor sort of promotional tour playing this is great a tour full of songs they wrote for movies that didn't get used <laughs> oh nice <laughs> and that thing you do they would play as like an encore but so it's just him and the other guy on stage singing and it's it's super cool now this I, I really like this good job on the song buddy I like this, this sequence yeah I, this is I the, really, the second full play yeah you notice when song. TV comes in that he wipes his feet in his panic he's <laughs> yeah. actually going oh hey he's but he's a, actually wiping his feet he's a good boy the, this,
2: this really does capture just the the you know the, the thrill of oh my god you know this like mm. even, even in this tiny little world it's like it's a local radio station it's not exactly a big thing but
0: yeah but this know, is pretty... I, I still would put this probably uh, on a, very high on the list of like really great sort of scenes from movies that are about rock right. bands sort of thing like sure. this the tiny dancer thing in Almost Famous well you where can the bus but, like, but you i mean those you get it. it's scenes. a turning it's a it's a turning point for them it's yeah. a major turning point and they're you know a
2: huge celebration and it's a big it's a big deal so and it's really well you know the fact that these guys like <laughs> jump in the car to come over like we gotta get to the appliance store oh my god you know it's like it's happening that's how small a town this is that before yeah. the song is over they can all across <laughs> town <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> jump in the car two blocks there they're probably at patterson's Yeah. And of course, you can park the car in the street and it doesn't matter because it's fucking eerie. Dad doesn't even know what the hell's going on. Oh, there is a traffic jam out there. I never noticed that. Yeah, look at that. caused a huge traffic jam with the two cars. Now, this was all shot in orange, which actually still pretty much looks like this. (laughs) It was it was built after the 60s, if I'm not mistaken, just to look like the 60s. And it still looks like the 60s. (laughs) Because that's how California works. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. It's down by like, it's like sort of by Disneyland, like Fullerton orange sort of area. I was going to say it looks like um, uh, Whittier if you've ever been down there which is also yeah. like
3: kind of the area where they shot back, where to the, uh, back to the future high school is in that area
0: it's where Strickland yeah. never grew hair I love I,
1: even they're, they're like hey your kids yeah, you get songs like, on the radio yeah. it's great
0: Yeah, it's I know Harriet it's fantastic
1: oh I yeah they also they also cut not that you need it because it You know, Spartacus came out around this time, and of course, some kid would be (laughs) obsessed with it. But they actually established it, like in the in the makeout scene with him and Tina. Spartacus is on TV. That's right, and she like digs it when he says that. Oh. She, she's like hey say it again and so yeah. he does and she's totally like getting off on it and so that's that's why later in this scene as a payoff it's weird when she doesn't respond to it oh okay you know? that makes sense um, whereas whereas in the movie as it is now it's like you're kind of a weird you just, guy you're just busting out Spartans <laughs> quotes yeah, and, like and sexy yeah. time all the time <laughs> it's like Um, So, it, it actually is established where this Spartacus thing comes from, but pretty wise. I mean, it was part of that whole sequence that they cut anyway, but... I'm sure that was part of a conversation that they had like do we need to establish he's like no he would have known about I'm not about sure it at the I'm time.
3: comfortable with uh, Spartacus Spartacus quotes unless there's you know explicit consent <laughs>
2: Yeah You don't want to just be busting that out there's a whole I mean I wouldn't go to a con that that doesn't have a Spartacus quote policy <laughs> It's very important I just uh, I just out of curiosity I was just looking up um uh, our lead, our, act, our actor here, Mr. Uh, Mister Everett Scott. Everett Scott. He was that, in uh, he American confused. Werewolf in Paris. So yeah, know that, right. that was one of his next things, but then he, he recovered from that. Um, and <laughs> looking at his at his resume, since, it, he mostly has been doing television. Um, he was a regular on Southland and several other series. And, 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 you know, a huge, illustrious, like dozens and dozens and dozens of credits since making this movie. This is one of his very first credits, in fact. Um, and then I got to the very most recent one, and it's the sci-fi movie, that just aired the other day, Independence disaster, and I was like, "Oh, he already peaked and went oh, over no. the. Oh my god, I was <laughs> He's going to cross the line. I was. You going can totally to- get him in your shit. I was going to <laughs>
1: yeah. joke about that title." on on Twitter at one point. I didn't disaster. even look it up. Independence Day disaster it seems like disaster. the obvious but and that's real. No. <laughs> real. Of course that's, it's real. They actually aired that last week. So or, or. this is this is we just skipped over like easily twenty minutes yeah. of movie yeah. in the extended version where well, they show it. up at the at the theater and they're in the wrong dressing room and Boss Vic Koss is a total like cock to them and they they have to move to this one. They, so there's there's a major sequence and and uh, also uh, some scenes with uh, uh guy and fey there's a lot of there's a lot of guy looking out for Fay. yeah that they cut out they 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 cut it down so that it's basically just boiled down to the scene where they're running to the car and she's like the police are blocking yeah, her through right. and he's the only one he's who one notices he's the one who goes back for her there are many more beats just like that and they very wisely went we only need the one yeah, and A it's is just redundant and B is telegraphing yeah I mean, we don't need to. We
0: already know how movie structure goes. Yeah. We don't
1: need to be told exactly. That. Like even even that one is telegraphing a whole lot, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, you do, I, you need one of them, and that's a good place to do it. If
0: but. I was going to write it that thing, you do sequel, well, I would make it about Boss Vic Cos because I <laughs> want to tell the sad story of the little man in here in, in uh, Pittsburgh <laughs> who sells mattresses, and then he's like, I'm rich enough that I can just run out of theater once a month and do my own rock and roll show and host it with cherub <laughs> f- blush on my cheeks, <laughs> yeah. and everyone comes out and loves it when I make mattress jokes. Well, that's that's my life. You just want to work with Kevin. Pollock, but then who doesn't? Yeah, I know. So there you go. But he's just that's the story of Vas uh, because He's a mattress guy. Like, he sells mattresses. That's. They say that on the radio clearly, and I hadn't noticed it until like a recent viewing of this movie, yeah. where it's like the you know massive the the, the mattress king of Pittsburgh, boss pick at you know, the Orpheum Theater, and I'm like, wait a second, is that a thing that actually happened? Could you just like be the guy who had like a cool like Ernie's car lot, and I then think Ernie could have shows? Yeah.
2: Probably a, a reference to some or various real people who you know be would would go, I'm i I'm a boss jock of rock and roll who also sells used cars or or whatever, which you would think that uh, Tom Hanks is. Um am not, uh, Campbell Scotts or, or Tom Scott. What, well, Scott? Tom Everett Scott. Tom Everett Scott. You'd think his dad would get on the thing. He can be, you can be the appliance king on weekdays, and then on Sunday, you right. can be the rock and roll king of your EPA. <laughs> That's your sequel. There's your sequel. <laughs> dad, Boom. Dad becomes the rock and roll king of your EPA.
0: <laughs> so this wa- is, this <laughs> is
2: the one where it's like, we, get, we don't get the whole song here, but this is the one where they just kind of totally eat it. Just, yeah. like, just barely get through it.
0: Yeah, it's just the intro where it's like, oh, uh, I guess they'll recover at some point. Yeah. And he's got, like, this whole little, like, cycle of sycophants around him. Like, he's got, like, people are like, boss fit, cost, and he's got the little, like, the lady that follows him around and, like, massages him and shit. Like, he's he's made his own little cult in yeah. Pittsburgh for his rock and roll shows and mattress sale. <laughs> just what an odd character. <laughs>
1: And
2: yeah. an awesome.
1: The, the interesting thing in this movie is We are is about that, to
0: enter act
2: two.
1: Yeah. Unless you maybe want to count Jimmy um, and, and even he is like, well, he's got his own thing going. This movie has no real antagonist or villain. It's just yeah. a series of, of events and most of the people are, you know... You you almost expect that, that Mr. White here is going to be that. Like he's, he's gonna saying,
2: be if you yeah. look at that shot, he's yeah. definitely yeah, it's introduced like that way. Definitely yeah. the, what if I told you?
1: Yeah, he's gonna be the this he's gonna be like the slimy executive that screws him in the end or whatnot, and and that's not what happens. He's actually a a decent guy, you know, he's been around this block several times. He's not surprised when it happens, but he's not at all some driving towards it. And w- what I like is there are several beats along the way. Little nuances where it's like he clearly enjoys his job. He clearly likes the wonders. He likes the music. Yeah, you know he's he's into it for that. It's not just you know all about sleaze and money and and whoring these kids out to to make a buck. Yeah, yeah, he he yeah exactly. He's not Saul. He is he is someone who he's a smart businessman, but he is still to he he's still at some level about the music
3: yeah it's not about you know good guys and bad guys it's just about people with sometimes overlapping and sometimes conflicting interests
0: yeah which is the real world yeah i like to think that phil got a big ass finder's fee from playton Uh, yeah assume
2: he did yeah yeah
0: because why else would he give him away why would you do why would you you give him away it's like a new camper (laughs) call it mr white (laughs) really nice camper it's, you know, it's weird because we're talking about there's no villain and there's really not. I mean, Saul's not a nice guy, but he's not a villain either. He's barely in it. Yeah. Uh, it's weird because in some ways this is a very, very typical movie in terms of structure, or at least it's one of like six or seven different sort of typical templates. Um, but it's it's not like almost anything we get these days, uh, just because we're all obsessed with skyscrapers and shit. But like, it's a, it's ultimately it's a, I guess it's a tragedy, but it's an exciting, successful Come tragedy story like, It's not really a tragedy where, You know it's, it's, the, the sort of arc It's not a tragedy
2: Because it doesn't end badly Yeah I know It's just like yeah. It it, it ends on a It's it ends, a bittersweet It's a, yeah. a Comedy it's like, tragedy I mean, yeah, it's, yeah
1: it's The kind of Well I mean It's, it's a, a com- dramedy It's a
2: coming of age story yeah.
1: It is and it's a I mean it's a comedy In the classic sense That there's a wedding At the end You know they get together And stuff like that But Kind of uh, the uh You're talking about Steve Zahn in Vegas <laughs> I well I was ultimately talking about Guy and Faye they get together No and, but it still qualifies But uh yeah it's it's not a it's just not a triumphant it's like well here's what happened and you know they didn't they didn't get the success that they thought they were going to get but but you They're, know in ter- in the Guy and Faye story they got what they ultimately needed in life
0: And so did Jimmy know? Uh, he did. Also. So it did. So did TB. It's just that it's just Lenny who's sad. Like he, he, yeah. he's now a contractor in Florida. He is currently single. It's like <laughs> well, n- well no, Lenny, TB
1: is a contractor. Lenny is a, the manager of a Lenny, casino. Lenny, oh. Lenny
2: never left Vegas. He oh, okay. yeah, became the manager of a casino. He's
0: currently single. Yeah.
2: The uh, Lenny Lenny's story uh, individually is a tragedy because he he definitely by the fact that he picks the wrong women has definitely obviously <laughs> led him to the life that he has in the end. Yeah, uh, and it was funny because uh, but it surprises no one. You see, yeah, the, you exactly. see that. You see. That I at heard. the end,
1: and you're like, yeah.
2: "Oh, I thought he could make something of himself." No, no he no. was Never. clearly gonna not make the right choices ever. <laughs>
0: yeah. one of the cool ch- uh, choices that Hanks made in writing this is he sat down and spent a lot of time world building and character building because he wanted just was this was his his instinct was to write a movie about a band where each one of the people in the band could be someone's favorite member of that band. Like, oh, I like Lenny because he's the funny one, or I like Jimmy because he's sort of like the, the, he's the artist who's just trying to get his point across. I I like TB because he's innocent and you want to take care of him. I like a guy because he's cool, but he was trying to write, characters that all four of them were so disparate but also kind of fit together that anyone could just like one of those members of the band which is a really interesting backdoor way into just writing good characters where you're like well I want to make sure that people would like them and like them individually and maybe have their own and then you just accidentally wrote you know whole backstories for all these guys so we had like this massive bible for the whole <laughs> Semper movie <far>. Semper <laughs> yeah. and there's there's a
1: little moment for you know again he's he's he had a thing where he's like you're I just signed you, and you're already quitting. But then he he turns it around already, with
3: a. But well, he, you can tell it in that moment because you can tell through through Hank's character that he's like that. He, I th- I think I disagree with you, Mike, in the sense that oh, he's he does care about these guys. I think he knows from the outset these guys are a one hit wonder, and I'm gonna ride them for as long as they go, which will probably be <laughs> to about August. So that's when he <laughs> says, S- "But you're gonna be in the band till August, right?" Yeah. And
2: he goes, "Yeah." Well, I okay, think okay. I, I would split the difference. I think, I think he knows that the well, life, of, the, the, the life of the single is, you know, okay. I need these guys to to be a group until August because that's when the single will have its run, and we'll okay. by the, We'll get them on TV. We'll do the movie. We'll do this. You know, we'll put them. We'll put them on the roller coaster that we do of anyone in the Playtone Galaxy of Stars. It's like then, then they do intend to record another album. It's these guys who screw that up. Yeah. But uh, so right. But Tom Hanks is for two reasons. One is that he, he's like, well, if it's just. All I'm concerned about right now is the single, so yes, it's like, August is all I need from you so far. And as we find out later, it's like, bass players are a fucking dime a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you are going to go, God, God love you, but uh, I think we'll find other bass players <laughs> yeah. to I, I
0: think you. I, I mean, love that line. I, I want to use that line all the time, but I never can because it's so fucking creepy. But my yeah. first boy, boy girl, girl thing, thing was a picture thing. of you.
2: Yeah, you don't want to be that you don't, guy you can't, in can life. You can't
0: drop that.
1: Yeah, that is the that is the one moment where it's like cuz cause, cause, you know Lenny with the sarcasm it's like he's so aware of things around him and it's like that's the one like weird socially awkward moment that he has where <laughs> right. it's like dude you do not tell people that you don't go up (laughs) to Rihanna and say that
2: but it does it does fit because it's like do they see no wonder you're gonna end up single because you just just, Mr. One Step Beyond
0: that's you all the time
2: failure to give a fuck I brought up
0: the uh, individual character Bible thing uh, just to say because he also had the reasons everyone got into the band and you kind of know everyone's but the, the reason Lenny got into the band is he wanted beer and chicks that was his whole thing and yeah. he was just having a blast with it so he's he really did get like the totally short end of the stick when you look at you know that way he wanted to have a great time and like oh my god I'm in a band oh my god it worked holy shit this is great and then Jimmy walks out and he's just like fuck Again, all right, and then <laughs> catches the next fucking you know the yeah, next, you, the next you, car out of Los Angeles.
2: You know that every Saturday night at his casino in Laughlin, he oh, gets on yeah. stage and he plays that thing. You do, yeah, he does. You yeah, know yeah. he does. There's no way he doesn't. He th- in his mind, he's still living the rock star dream. So you know he's
0: fine. So yeah, is, don't feel don't don't, don't be cry feeling for bad for Lenny. Him, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Lenny is
1: living his sad, sad dream
0: in his own little <laughs> deluded <right>. world. <laughs> yeah. It's great and it's fine. Don't worry about him. <laughs> TB player is the one we worry about. Yeah. Which is funny. I mean, We haven't mentioned it yet. It's sort of a commonly known piece of trivia about this movie, but the bass player literally doesn't have a name, yeah. so he's credited as TB player, which is adorable. Yeah, they
1: only ever say, where's our bass player? Right. Where's the bass yeah. player?
0: Ethan Embry was having a good time in the '90s too. He was fun in Empire Records. He was. There was Empire was. Records. There was this. There was uh, uh, Can't Hardly Wait. I never saw that. Like I missed a bunch of the like coming of age comedies of the '90s just because I was too young. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, like, who cares? Like I just went back and watched Ten uh, Things I Hate About You, which I liked a lot, but I still haven't seen like Varsity Blues or I never saw that one. Blues. Like any of
3: any of that set, I never actually saw them. I like Can't Hardly Wait a lot. That was fairly uh, important in my development. That was form. well.
1: That was the almost the american graffiti of the 90s because i yeah. was doing that was trying to do the same thing it was right, like right. here here's the you know here's what hap- happens to kids who just graduated high school in the 90s here's the you know the life and their their
0: fears and and hopes and all that shit so i want seth mcfarland to do a cover of mr downtown <laughs> yeah. he has got, totally got the he big booming voice it kind of that totally would voice. be
3: seth mcfarland today he like, would totally just, be yes it would just doing a cameo. Yeah. You're
0: totally right. It would if they did this today. That would just have been that Seth would McFarlane. that would have been the Seth MacFarlane Mr. cameo. Mr. Downtown. Downtown.
2: Fantastic. So here's the here's the okay. We're pretty good at the song now. Version of the song. Yeah, now we've kind of got it orchestrated, and we've played it a few times. I, I like I,
1: that the little Spielberg camera move where it's like, "Oh, this shit, here it comes!" You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're, that's, good, that's, they're good enough to bust out the crane. Yeah, oh. and that's like the only time they really <laughs> that really happens in this movie. Like this big push in on Lenny.
3: Well, they do like the big crane, but they do it as part
2: of the show. Yeah, uh the Ed Sullivan style. Yeah, the, show. The, when they do the TV show, it's like that's pretty shot. You don't have to rush this. Yeah, right, that's that's one that I use. Every time we use a crane, we try to think. Brian and I were on a shoot with a crane last week. I, think I <laughs>
3: I literally said it. I, th- I literally fucking said I it. I didn't hear it. If I did you say it. it. I'm pretty sure I said it because
2: because the, the camera operator did the crane move the fir- too fast on the first take,
0: and I was like, "It's a pretty shot. You don't have to rush this." <laughs> oh my god, I just said that. That just
2: happened in in the world.
0: What's weird is, and here's yet another montage. Which I I wonder if this was written into the script as montages, or they're like, "Well, we're just, we're cutting a lot. Let's just make a little
1: the well, a little uh, like thing. this montage." They they use this to tighten up a lot because this is stuff. this stuff was actually was a scene. A, some of it was yeah. There were there were several scenes in there. Um, there was this scene where it reveals yeah. You know, TV it, it's, player. It's the scene when banging uh, the chanterelle. when, when, when guys girl. like
0: hammering on the door and he like brings in the billboard magazine and TV's there like in his underwear and he's like look at this look at this. All right. The actual original shot just keeps going and then yeah. like he looks up. And then the camera pans over, and the lead singer but, of the Chantrellines is, yeah. is in his bed. But this is like this
1: is, like, this is uh, uh, Hard Day's Night, yeah, right? Yeah, it's Hard a so little Hard Day's Night. Night riff. So, so that's what they're that that is a little bit of what they're doing here as well to be like, Yeah, the Beatles, which trying- is interesting because they acknowledge the existence of the Beatles. It's not like this yeah. is a replacement for the Beatles or anything. So it's there's a balance of, uh, you know, there's an awareness, and yet the movie <laughs> it's, is still doing There's the
2: one little bit left over yeah. of
1: their romance. And it? then I, I think they're on the uh, the. Uh,
2: tilt-a-whirl as well yeah. together. Yeah, it's, it's implied that he's like, you it's, know, he, they're he, dating. He's they got know. a thing about he's had a thing for her, and now he gets to meet her, and that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's like they they have that much <laughs> left. Steve Zahn's face, like he just hates the tilt-a-whirls. Yeah, so
0: much. yeah, I don't like the tilt. <laughs> Not very much. Yeah, this is a whole scene. That's but true. Right yeah. here, they. Yeah. they I'm your man. It yeah. to, man. Uh, here this, we go. Yeah, this right here. In a second after this cut, yeah. See, yeah, uh, he shows it to him, and then the camera pans over, and there's just the lady like sitting on her elbow in the bed, like hi, and guy. What's funny is guys like sorry and he like looks down and he just kind of walks out the door and he's like almost all the way out the door but not far enough out and then the he puts he out his hand, the door, and then he like puts out his hand <laughs> and just waits and the TV's like shakes it and he's like shake nod yeah. all right and walks away <laughs> well done it was super, like, it was super cool <laughs> yeah. like he's proud of he's proud of him like oh I got a big in competition at the livestock pavilion <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to map these
3: guys onto the Beatles and I don't know if it uh no, that yeah, wasn't actually it's a, nah. Well, it Jimmy really is, it's Jimmy is John. trying to be an. Is, is that, I, know, I know they're not an, not actually, an analog to the yeah, Beatles. Yeah. It's just
2: that that scene was an analog to Hard Day's Night. Yeah, yeah. Which I would, I would almost take like Hard Day's Night was '64, as I recall. This movie is taking place in '64, so it's like they to me, it's like it. to me, it's like they literally sort of in their own heads were like we're like the like the, like in, in the movie itself, not the movie. The movie itself is doing. Like a they riff, had just seen the movie, but that they themselves yesterday. were like, let's
0: yeah. let's be crazy like the Beatles this is my I think I, I love that thing you do they but got I an think,
3: Apollo 13 reference here written by James Mattingly
0: oh cool <laughs> very funny that's his well that's, 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 that's his, his name, name, but name but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. name is uh, this is probably my favorite song in the movie, just because I think I've heard it less than that thing you do because it mm. plays once per every three plays in this film. Okay. Uh, but it's just a really fun one. This is uh, the dance. Come on! This is the uh, come on,
2: pretty, pretty baby. baby. Yeah. yeah, And they get some. Now, now I think hand everyone. I, so clearly, Steve Zahn and the drummer, because you can't fake it with the way they're showing it. They they actually are playing.
0: Yeah, they are. They're um, playing. They're is, they're,
2: they're play syncing. I believe everyone is is you know playing play syncing. Um, like unlike you know, some movie bands where you know you, you cut around it but yeah it's very hard to fake drumming you know? yeah they it's actually
0: a- they did like the whole we're gonna do band rehearsals as the group of yeah. actors thing and the only one who had ever played the instrument that they ended up on before was actually Ethan Embry who knew how to play the bass huh. but everyone else did not know how to play the drums the guitar or the other guitar so they all had to learn. Yeah, that that little move there with Tom Pow, Hanks, yeah. like, boom.
1: It, <laughs> like, that's that's when it's like he digs this. Yeah, he's doing like, this because he's trying he digs to be cool. It. It's all shit. about just yeah. you
2: know. Let's, the show's working. We're yeah. doing every. We're cooking. They're doing our job. Everything's working out. They should have rehearsed with uh, Giovanni Rubisi for eight weeks and then swapped uh, out the time. They're just the getting second. rid of him.
3: Thank you, Giovanni.
2: That was, but you're out of the band. They
3: should have done with uh, what they did with Veronica Cartwright and Alien where they just oh, told
1: God. Giovanni <laughs> Ribisi he had the part and then swapped and
3: then him like, out the last second.
2: Okay, roll camera. Giovanni? Uh, we're
3: going to need you to step yeah. out of the way. The,
1: I do, I do, um, I, again, there's no, they, they don't play Giovanni's character with any bitterness, which I like. Yeah,
0: which they is don't, nice too. No, yeah. He doesn't show up at the end like ah, with a gun or anything. Which yeah. she <laughs> fucking has a right to do. It. Yeah, he totally does. <laughs> I mean, it never would have happened if this would have guy. happened. Yeah, but, but, but we actually didn't talk but he, much you about. You know, him, he, but, yeah. he
1: basically he basically becomes their son and yeah, he's like yeah, he, at their he, house he, and he's part of the family, he, he replaces, wearing guys clothes. Yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah, yeah, and he's it's at, but he's he's just as excited as they are. You know, so it's like oh, he's in this movie for like.
0: Three seconds, and I like him because he's not a dick about the fact yeah, yeah. that they're successful without him. And he was in it a bit more in the longer cut. And yeah. the thing about him, speaking of the character bibles, is that uh, he is just like this sort of greaser, sort of. He's into cars and and that whole thing. And uh, like I think Tom Hanks had listed every one of the people in the band's favorite band. Like if if, it, if they had actually had our selection of bands to choose from, which one would have been which? And he's like, and uh, Chad would have been a big Jan and Dean fan. Hmm. So that's sort of what he was all about. And, you know, he's de- he does like the whole, like, he's really obsessed with his hair. Even though you never actually get a shot of him doing, like, the Comey grease thing, you can tell that he is because he gestures with his head a lot, like, he's really proud of it. Like, <laughs> come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. I think if Ethan Embry were the main character in Big Bang Theory, I would like the show a lot more. <laughs> mean, he's, he's no longer, he's not? He's no longer I mean, um, <laughs> this size. Really? No. He, he got a is little bit a, bigger. He's a bigger guy no. now? Got a little bit bigger, a little bit balder. Oh, Which well, is a bummer. He was adorable. He got laid a lot in the 90s. It can happen to the best of you.
2: No. <laughs> <I>
0: like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like how you said best of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not
3: me. Not me.
2: I'm fine. Well, okay. no. I'm on the... I'm on, take a look. <laughs> Your future sitting on the couch with you. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> oh, you won't even have to do anything. It'll just happen. That's the best part. It just happens. So here we are in the
0: it's all good Part. Of the story, the fun and games section. The, of the fun story. and games, and maybe that's why like is fantastic. Nothing after this could possibly live up to the fun and pacing of it, just because this is the most exciting thing that can happen to people. So it's like that's what's in our movie. That's our our second act is the most exciting thing that could possibly happen to you, and then the third act is falling apart. Yeah,
1: well, the third act, and uh, to be uh, on the other hand, it's like well, the third act is you know not with a bang but a whimper, which is probably good as opposed
2: yeah. to having Chad show up with a gun or something, yeah. you know, that's or skyscraper the, exploding. Like, There's a bomb. We have yeah. to evacuate the building. Tom Hanks. <laughs> we
3: had to have this uh, climactic fight above the tar pits for some reason.
2: <laughs> 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 that would be. You have to be Tom Hanks to like you know. Go, okay, look, I made you know, I made Philadelphia. I've made. Apollo Thirteen. I've made you billions and billions of dollars, studio. I need twenty-five million. I'm going to make a movie. Well, all right. You know, I was like, it's only twenty-five million. If it was fifty million, we'd be talking about that third act. We'd be going, <laughs> yeah. can't, can't the bass player? Can't they have a fight on a scaffolding above the stage or something? Mm-hmm. Time machine, maybe. I don't know. They invent rock and roll, or I don't know something. Work with me here, Tom. I Come need on. secret what you, identities.
3: What I need you spies. I, mean, I need something.
2: I, I just, I'm not seeing how it's a movie yet. I'm just not getting. it.
1: It's just yeah, a- there would be a couple of punches thrown at the very least. You know, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Jimmy would get in a fight with, with Guy Guy over yeah. Faye. Right. Exactly, and and that
0: would be part of the falling out. And then Mr. White and his boyfriend, and TB. Yeah. And by her the girlfriend. way, Mr. Yeah. White is gay. Yeah, by yeah. Uh, which yeah. is totally cut that's, out of this. That's a real surprise. And edition. Edition. It's an interesting choice that Tom made, too, because he's writing. he write. He writes in a gay relationship and an interracial relationship in his movie about the 60s. Yeah, which I'm and like. cut them both out then, for the release. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, totally did. <laughs> Aha! Chicken. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs>
2: it's one of those things like yes I would love to put that in a movie but you know again him or whoever in the service of the movie and not right. whatever agenda you would like to have your movie talk about
0: it doesn't need to be there but yeah. I was just saying like if, if we're doing like the current version of this then they would all it'd still be in the movie but they'd get the shit kicked out of them and it'd be a whole thing that they have to overcome that's true yeah would be like There'd be a fight like the mud and rain. The girl from yeah, the Chantre Lanes would have to be on like witness protection. Yeah. <laughs> they'd have a big fight over Faye and she would be like,
2: oh, but I don't want to be with Jimmy. <laughs> Ben Affleck would show up. <laughs> ben Affleck would show up. Yeah. In a cameo at the end, like, oh my God. And he's like. Ben Affleck will play Omar. He's like, well, he's like the biggest, you know, star of all. It's like, oh my God, it's Ricky. Timlinson, you know. Right. Hey, I heard there was a little scrap. What's going on?
0: <laughs> He's the cool guy. Yeah. Comes in with his pompadour, says a thing, leaves.
2: <laughs> Too cool. Too cool. Out. He's out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, instead you get Del Paxton. <laughs> yeah, and it's every- Del, Del Paxton. Yeah, and everyone's like, Del you have to say it with pa- weight. Del, Del, Del Paxton. Del Paxton. Just this old jazz musician comes in and just kind of chills.
2: It's like yeah. that's the that's yeah. the <laughs> well, climax yeah. of the movie. He's the one who's like, oh, you're a musician.
0: Yeah, it's all right, I guess. Yeah. You know. sorry about that. Some bands <laughs> I've been with, that's two months too long. Yeah. Keep an eye on your money. <laughs> exactly. It's like, and he's,
2: he's the voice of experience. Yeah. He's like, yeah, so you right now you're just getting laid a lot. You're on TV. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, you enjoy that part. That's great. Next part's going to be a little tough. Yeah.
0: You're not going to like the next part so much. This is one of those times where you watch the EPK and all the bonus features. And it's one of those movies where you can tell that everyone's having a blast the entire time. Yeah. Which is partly because, you know, it's, there's a lot of fun sort of periphery associated with this movie. Like, you know, band stuff and yay, all that stuff. Women people dancing and shit like that but also i get the sense that tom hanks is actually a very good director on set he's very good with actors in addition to being able to tell a story you would hope so yeah this well, is a visual as effect shot actor, right here you know yeah.
1: that's as like, an actor and the nicest guy of all time
0: yeah and someone asked him uh, that's a visual like a comp
1: yeah there i feel like there are more comps here than you probably realize uh, there's only as, a couple someone watching yeah. it, but and there's a there's a couple shots that i think look like comps just because they're very deep and so the lighting is different on the two parts of the set, but right. I think they are actually shot. Like in the in the church when they're recording, there's like uh, uh, Faye and the recordist in the in the foreground, and then they're on the stage in the background, and it's like this looks like a comp. But then there's it cuts back to that shot, and then Faye gets up and walks over to the stage, and like, nope, that was just weird lighting, or
2: it was a really good comp, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess, well, that's the backwards, that's the world we live in now, is, you know, we yeah. get, every day on the internet, it's like, people are finding the pixels in a fake shot, which is a shot. Uh, yeah. you know, it's like, um, look, you can totally tell that the, that dog isn't actually, like, well, do you want to see the other 55 shots of the sequence
0: in yeah. which the dog is actually? That's, that's, so. It's actually, like, a big problem for me, like, it's becoming an issue, because uh, there was a show... I was working on a show with another artist. This happened to him, not to me, and I'm not going to say what the show was. But apparently, there's some effect in the show that happens every week, like it's someone's like power or something, like it's a thing that happens all the time. And um, someone had tweeted to the showrunner, one person. <laughs> oh, I remember. I, don't know. I think you told this story before, but maybe not it's on, just, uh, on like sort of familiar. The, the, the yeah. thingy looks like a tampon. Can you can you do anything about that? And like she's he's kidding on Twitter. One person <laughs> note comes down through the pipeline and he's staying late because he has to change the fucking effect that they've done six times already because it looks too much like a tampon according to magnolia <laughs> fan 05 over there <laughs> that's yes. actually like the tweeting thing has got to stop now yeah that much access is bad so what have i told do not you about, know about the reading power twitter
1: wheels? yeah
0: yeah you you guys ruined scott pilgrim too apparently so. oh yeah we
1: totally
2: well we yeah. talked about that. that was our fault but, yeah. yeah you you specifically. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: that was me. That was totally me. I did that. Yeah. I think uh Tom Hanks saying simplify might actually count as a save the cat, now that I think about it. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's the first time you don't know if he's a total heartthrob. He's got several. Yeah.
2: He's got several. He he. Uh, yeah, it's probably his first one. Yeah, but he you know he's he he knows what's going on between Faye and and uh, you know everyone. He sees that coming from a mile off, even if nobody else does.
1: Yeah, but he's like, what's the point of even saying yeah, anything? He's <laughs> like, I,
2: like I always look at what he's doing. He's kind of like, I just don't want this to turn into a thing. I just, however it works out, yeah. is whatever. He's looking at it like a time bomb. Yeah, yeah. he's re-
1: exactly. He's I just ready. don't want
2: it to blow up when I need these guys to be on TV.
1: He's ready to put out the fire. Yeah, but he's not gonna try and prevent. He will it.
2: have fake. Build. Yeah. <laughs> when he's asking Faye like, <laughs> fe- the questions he's, he is, he's just gathering info Like how, how involved in this Do I need to get yeah. right now How long I'm, you
0: guys been together yeah, How and far, you, and how how far think... off is this disaster When yeah. it's going to happen He's like really pointed about it too He's like how long have You and Jimmy been together It's like okay So how do you feel about Guy Like he's just like <laughs> yeah, right He's on. literally just doing recon <laughs> Like sweetie You're, is it, you're, are, you're are following you gonna, my drift here <laughs> Are you going to We haven't met a girl named Yoko yet But she's going to have it yeah. yeah. well, totally going to happen
1: I mean it is the thing with guys. like so what's Guy got Going back home And she's like Oh you know he's dating someone but she doesn't in her in her Behavior. It's not like she's pining after him. Like, it seems like it's not even crossing her mind. And that's why he's like, yeah. okay, everything's fine so far. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right.
0: And he was back into the shadows. I've got yeah. time.
2: <laughs> None of the worry about. Right back into the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just disappears into the hedge like Homer Simpson. <laughs> and then they play it right here. It's like, it's a little, it's a little to me, it's one of the more on the nose things where where he comes in and sits hotel. down and goes, no, right, the oh. moment that just happened where he comes and sits down. You know, Faye's not feeling well, and Jimmy just like doesn't even really register that yeah like, anyways about the album it's like okay we get it jimmy is not the best boyfriend in the world you know that was like one note too many of yeah. that note i thought
1: yeah and there were like 12 more of them in the extended yeah, like, cut
2: he's really a bad boyfriend we we get that we totally get that but he's pretty and charlie's like, theron is a bad girlfriend yeah. for you we get that too.
1: you do start to get to the point yeah she's not she's not she seems like a great girlfriend to the dentist yeah although she's the dentist is pretty the, hot so she's i perfect get for it for the dentist about, yeah
0: no the dentist is totally gay
1: <laughs> Probably
0: <laughs> look at his face. They look all at that are. jaw.
2: Anybody with that jaw has got to be good. It was an interesting choice, in the, and we, of course, he doesn't appear in the movie, I guess, at all. Um, uh, is um, Hanks is Howie Long, Friend yeah. is Howie Long, yeah. which I was like, wow. I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna go for the closeted '60s guy, that's that's <laughs> Howie Long's a football player. Isn't yeah. He? yeah, football player slash actor, and he was on uh, a cool? series of
1: commercials with Terry Hatcher. I can't remember what for though, off yeah. the top
2: of my head. But it feels like one of those things. Like, wow, okay, that's. Just, then, of course, I picture like Tom Hanks and Howie Long, and I start to. Yeah, imagine you, start, you picture the
1: slash fiction. Yeah, and, and I go, oh, Wow, oh, okay.
2: Of an angel. And here's Lamar. Obama.
1: Yeah. yeah. I bet Baba, Howie's Baba the bottom in. in that situation just because it's never <laughs> the way you expect
0: it to be. <laughs> Tom Hanks just. Hanks and Howie Long in totally the a ass. power top, and <laughs> that's just. They call him the jackhammer in college. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> just part of the playtone galaxy of stars Tom Hanks humps like one of those little wind up monkey toys I I can see you going the
3: other way though I can see like Tom Hanks is used to manipulate power all day long and then he gets home and he's like yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah. In charge me. all day it's like, long. It's yeah. like it's charged, like no. Satan
0: and Saddam Hussein.
2: Exactly. It's like it's like the stockbroker who goes to the dungeon mistress at the end yeah. of the day yeah. just yeah. to like you know let go of control for a change. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So so that's it's Jonathan Demme cameo as the director. And oh, and okay, and the yeah. guy yeah. that he plays uh, Shooters
0: and the guy that plays Goofball is a comedian that he was. It's Barry, it's Barry Sobel. Sobel. That's right. Barry
2: Sobel, who was his uh, was Hanks's Barry Sobel. There, um, Was Hanks' mentor when he did Punchline, where he played. Right. He was the Punchline is Punchline is basically Hanks doing Sobel's act oh Um, they they basically invented the act together for him punchline's
0: an odd movie i hadn't seen that until recently yeah it's it's, a weird one tom hanks plays a underground comic who's trying to get big and then sally field sort of wants to become a comedian sally field's playing basically roseanne right and she comes into the scene and everyone rejects her but then later they don't and then he gets crushed and all that stuff but it's it's a it's not like a great movie but it's a fun one and if you like if you like seeing you know 89 90 uh tom hanks and it's also odd to see Tom Hanks. In unrequited love, well, I love. Yeah. I
1: love how the movie takes this. Just, just in this one scene, it's like, wow, beach party weekend takes a weird turn. in like the second act. No, that's that, no, that's <laughs> that's, what, dong, that's again. Dong, that's dong, from dong. that's
2: from whichever beach party movie they're 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 satirizing here. It's like yeah. where, where the Russians invade the Germans, <laughs> yeah. or you know, a U boat comes in. I mean, that's basically that's what all these movies were like. Um, the weird thing about Punchline is you look at that and and uh, you, it, Tom Hanks has this is pining for. Um, for Sally Field, and then like a few years later, she was his mom in Forrest Gump. Um, What's
0: vacation mean? Yeah, it's
2: a little. It, that's a better relationship for them. Yeah, I think so.
0: You get to keep your wardrobe. So they've they've.
2: This is quite an elaborate set. For, yeah, they, <laughs> for
0: one joke, they really did this whole goddamn thing up. I wonder what the budget was. I, I couldn't find the budget. Was it twenty five? That's what IMDb says. Huh. Well, that's about right. Cost twenty five. Made twenty
3: five. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's, it's one facade, and then. Some extras. It's a lot and of people, and and people but I imagine that's, that's probably the real have. crew. Yeah,
0: they're dragging out a period light kit and all that stuff yeah. too. That's uh, that's Paul Feig. It's Paul Feig, Feig. who you know now from mostly most of the comedies that are in the theaters. Yes, he, he, d- he just did uh, just the, heat. the Heat. Uh, well. He did Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids.
2: Didn't Bridesmaids didn't he he directed the directs the office a lot.
0: Unaccompanied minors. Yeah. Uh, yeah he directs A shit ton of the office Accompanied majors
2: Yeah And he's a really nice guy I did uh, did some stuff with him I met him through Joel Hodgson So uh, he's a really cool guy So I'm like Does he talk like this radio guy All the time He, he, he does at the drop of a hat Yeah Wonderful like, wonders He will drop he's, it's in. a very he will drop Harry into that Kind of a thing yeah. He's got going on But that's They're both They're both doing That style of actual
0: yeah. Silly over the top radio There's a bunch of There's a bunch of Great little radio DJ moments In this He also got Clint Howard In a second Yeah because Tom Hanks, he rolls deep, man. He keeps his posse. Cages. <laughs> what? Cages. I just love I, I want to listen Whatever radio show this is I want to listen to it <laughs> Like it's just cool It's a guy with a cigarette They're listening to records Or are just You know It's That sounds like a really cool Like Beat Nick radio station Yeah Where it's like oh, It's God, like literally God, running Del Del out of a Paxton. bungalow of this guy's house apparently Yeah so, you know. Which is also adorable But she just wrote Jizz on the side of it For no reason at all But it's like, it's like Del Paxton I'm pretty sure that That's house wild. Is up
3: on uh, If it you go familiar. up on Burbank And take it towards The, the 405 I think it might be it's that pretty tradition. much the perfect, typical like Marty Hollywood McFly's bungleow. neighborhood.
0: Clint Howard, you man, <laughs> I want to see. I, I, weird, has anyone ever seen like an interview ahead. of Clint Howard? Like, has he ever been on like Letterman or anything? I would love to find out what he's like, because I, I want to believe that he's like a total fucking prick, and that's why he's not in stuff, and there's like a reason he's not in stuff, because otherwise he's like- well, he's not f- in stuff, he's in everything. Well, yeah. he's like, but he's got like little one lines in everything. I want to uh, see Brian's movie. Uh, which, which one? The Clint Howard action movie. Oh, where it's yeah. Like, where <laughs> like, it's like Clint Howard as John McClane. He has yeah, been no, the when, lead we, in uh, a few things.
3: When, when Firewall came out, which is the movie Harrison Ford did before uh, 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 King with the Crystal Skull- it's just like your your generic like they capture Harrison Ford's family and he's like a mild matter banker but he has to turn into Harrison Ford or whatever to get his family back and blah blah <laughs> I wanna do that want exactly. My family. Yeah, I want my community back, my family. I want to do that exact movie, but with Clint Howard in the, in the starring
2: role. My family. Like, Give me back my I family. I want my family. And the want first, my family.
3: And the very first moment he tries to turn into Harrison Ford slash Bruce Willis slash whoever, <laughs> he just cut him down. <laughs> just someone gets, just someone punches him from off and screen. be like, listen, we picked you because you're not Harrison Ford. What, do you think we're idiots? That's why we kidnapped your family <laughs> yeah, and right. not the other guy's family.
0: Right. There are big imposing guys in the world. We didn't pick one. Yeah. And like his coworker would be you Their know, families Harrison are Ford
3: fine. or whoever. Yeah. Um, that's, a, but that's you, a suit Mr. Rocco if you uh, if you're wondering not why Clint Howard is not in and you're wondering <laughs> what his explanation for it is uh, his explanation is it's because he's a conservative
1: oh which oh, oh well, my d- god yes yeah. well if he thinks well, now he, you
2: know he's a total prick so there you go. if he thinks that's when,
0: when, why he's probably ended up in arguments and someone's told him that's why and that probably means he's kind of a loud <laughs> that's, mouth <laughs> that's what his brother keeps telling him uh, um, yeah I, I would put you in it but uh, gee golly gosh you're a you're a conservative uh, uh, Clint. except his brother puts
3: him in every yeah exactly he does. his brother's
0: the only one who gives him gee golly him gosh jobs. Clint you gotta tone it down with that stuff there
2: yeah but uh, you know I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Um... Say like Clint, uh, I'll tell you the straight up reason. It's because um, people are still freaked out by that Star Trek episode.
0: <laughs> the Tanya, yeah. What did he do on the Star Trek episode? Is he is it the the, he's in the very uh, first regular production. Yeah. Not neither
3: the pilot. First, first produced regular, Bluely produced episode of Star Trek. As a kid, as like eight years old, ten did years old. Did he still look
0: like Clint Howard as a kid? He yes. looks exactly, exactly like Clint, like Clint Howard. Clint Was he bald? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No way. He's, <laughs> the, he's got a skull bald. cap on yeah. it in that
3: episode. Yeah. Oh wow. And he's got the buck teeth. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The Tanya. Well he was yeah as the on show he was Gentleman Ben wasn't he the star of Gentleman Ben I think he was I never uh, watched Gentleman but, I don't know Like yeah cuz cuz your parents were zygotes at the time <laughs> I'm just saying that people with access to IMDB might have just stumbled across that phrase <laughs> at some point Um I, he was Gentleman or something was he was the star of So it's like dude you you for 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 a not attractive person with with no extreme acting talents you've done really well I would not yeah that's true so that's like me going you know the reason I didn't have an acting career is because I was a, I'm a conservative yeah you know. exactly uh, he was in The water I, boy. The fact that I can't act And haven't really Tried to be an actor And, and also might. look at me Yeah <laughs> my <defenses. laughs> And also this face Thanks Mike But uh, not
1: you I was talking about What's his face <laughs> I know <laughs> uh,
3: So when we When it we comes. made uh, Thanks to the Kranz Our Apollo 13 party uh, uh, Parody And we actually took it To a convention of astronauts And got to meet Jim Lovell and Gene Kranz And Buzz Aldrin Gene Certain And a bunch of others uh, Cy Liebergat Who is the real guy That oh, yeah. Howard plays In real life Was also there and we met Jim Lovell and and uh, Gene Kranz and they were all excited and they signed our thing, our DVD that we brought for free and it was amazing and they were so excited and we were excited and uh, And then late afterwards we went up to Cy Lieberguy. You I met was, Cy? We, I met Cy. From his chair there?
0: <laughs> From his chair <laughs> there. From his chair there. It's that the was best the best option.
3: That was the best option. <laughs> uh, and Cy Liebergott was not as excited as Jim Lovell and Gene Krantz were, <laughs> and I kind of get the impression, though I have no evidence to back he's this up, he's not psyched
0: about Clint Howard. Oh, no. I think
3: he's still pissed that Clint Howard played him in, <laughs> in Apollo 13. <laughs> well, oh,
0: well, you get Tom Hanks, well, yeah, Brian. If you get you get <laughs> <laughs> you get Ed Harris, and I get Clint get fucking Kevin, Howard. You get Kevin frickin' Bacon. <laughs> right, I exactly. Get Clint Howard. I mean, you know, Fred Hayes can't be too psyched. I mean, yeah. Come on. Eat the acid of a dead rhinoceros. Well, maybe that's just him though. Is, is that Fred Hayes? Is Fred Hayes? Yeah, like, Fred is, Hayes. Okay. Kinda, and like D- in that case, Bill Paxton was
3: perfect. I would say Fred Hayes is on par in terms of uh, um, appearance with uh, Bill Paxton.
0: Yeah. Aside from the fact that Tom Hanks made that movie happen, so thank you, Tom Hanks. Costner totally hit a played Level though. Yeah. If you go back and look at Jim Lovell, he looked exactly like Kevin Costner. Yeah. He did. Yeah. It's weird. Utant. Wow. California coffee shop Utant is a is a That's a fresh reference Let it me tell is. you I know It's, it's like like I went right to it UN secretary of Something From yeah. like 1960 Secretary, secretary yeah. general Of yeah. the
2: UN at the time Utant He was the Boutros
0: Boutros Gali And that's the sort 1960s. of Ban Ki-moon Wild yeah. timely references You can expect From these Tom Hanks pictures That's right Exactly <laughs> <laughs> Why this didn't do hundred million I can't imagine If He's a genius I'm Utant so.
1: By the way, there's no way he can do 200 push-ups, especially not... (laughs) little string bean? Especially not with the form he's doing there. That would kill him. How many push-ups can you do? Uh, I don't know. Not 200, but... Not, not in a Not in a not, not in a, in a string. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> not, no, I, cu- I couldn't. I'm sure I could probably make it to 200 I can, at some point.
2: I can do 200. Right now my lifetime total is 194. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> I've got six to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never said consecutively. <laughs> so give me yeah. a few months and I'll Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bust yeah. those last
0: six out. Consecutively, there's no way I could do 200. Here's, yeah, here's give the, me
1: an hour. Here's yeah. one
0: of the most quotable moments of the whole thing. Yeah. I love this moment. As a character thing, because I get the sense it's one of two things. It's either Omar's being like an actual elitist, and he's get like, in the cab. "All right, well, in the cab. unless you can name the guy who played Coronet with <laughs> yeah, Jock Saint yeah. Clair." Then you don't get to know the good jazz club, or yeah. if he can just tell that guy really does know his shit and he's being like cool yeah. about he's it. He's actually
2: giving him the easy white boy question, but
0: acting like it's hard. Who
2: played coronet? <laughs> like, oh, okay. on okay. Yeah. Vital stats. Yeah. That's yes. the Sh- thing. I don't there. know because I know nothing about jazz. Yeah. That's the thing. He was like, would be like, you know, it'd be like the equivalent of like, oh, you think you know movies? Okay, who directed two thousand one: A Space Odyssey? <laughs> David Fincher. <laughs> 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 Okay, Close enough, you, get you, the cab. You go to this get jazz the club, camp. then. Yeah.
0: Well, and he sends him to the piece of shit jazz club yeah. where yeah. Jeff Goldman. Well, that's,
1: that's exactly it. He was like, he's like, where's the really good jazz? It's like, it, you know, yeah. someone's like, someone's like, where's a really good burger? You're like, uh. And then you ask him about food, and they give you the wrong answer. You're like, oh, there's a McDonald's down there. Yeah, on this, McDonald's no, what is what right, I love that's all like, you need. I
0: love the idea of it's like, where's a really good burger? And then he just kind of squints at you and goes, you want a good burger? Yeah who played Coronet
1: that's his that's every if you can't answer that question it's like he just Scotty McDonald
2: get in the cab hey where can a man get a massage you know what I'm talking about oh you want a massage who played played (laughs) Coronet that's his threshold for everything like like, look look it's actually just the one piece
3: of knowledge he knows it's just a really good bluff it's just how he he (laughs)
2: defines (laughs) whether he likes someone or not so it's like so look Coronet on Vital Stats. <laughs> There's a guy at the hotel, just, just Scotty McDonald. He's obsessed yeah. with Scotty McDonald. Just memorize this name, <laughs> Scotty McDonald. <laughs> Just do it. But act like you have to think about it for a yeah, second. Yeah, exactly. But don't make it too easy for him. Hey, it's Mrs. T- Mrs. Hanks, everybody. Yeah,
0: so the Ooh. interracial couple, the gay couple, and then he casts his, he wife, casts his own as wife as kind a, of a, as a milf. Yeah, <laughs> uh, c- kind of the slutty <laughs> bar It's a cougar.
3: And so this is IMDb trivia, but uh, Tom Hanks originally didn't want to cast uh, Tom Everett Scott because he thought they looked too much alike, Yeah. and Rita that. Wilson convinced Tom Hanks because she thought he was cute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I totally want to seduce him that is, that In is a movie. That's that's well, but then you know, you'd think Tom Hanks was like, Well, I fucking hope you think he's cute yeah. he looks just like me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but younger. You know, what's cool yeah. though, her name in this movie, uh, her name, the actor's name is Rita Wilson, the character's name is Marguerite because Rita Wilson's real name is Margarita. Did you know that? Yes, because okay. I also yeah. read the like trivia. both both Rita and Wilson are stage names. <laughs> I also have an iPad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I just I, didn't realize. I do know that. Now. Now. It's just Margarita is a really sort of yeah. like Latin sounding name, and she looks totally German to me. So I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> Don't know what her deal is, unless people in Germany like cocktails. She's like, I, a guy like in German. She I can be. She can be Hispanic.
3: Though. I um I have no idea. I wonder. Like it's. Every teenager when they're growing up has some sort of angst with their with their parents about how they're cool. Or they don't understand you or they're whatever. They're hard ass. But I cannot fathom how Colin Hanks
1: could have had one moment of that growing up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like he had the two most coolest people in he the had, world. He had
1: the thing where he was pissed off as a teenager because he had nothing to be pissed off about. <laughs> yeah, he exactly. was that
3: guy. God,
2: my life is perfect. It
3: sucks. I have no reason for any of this angst.
2: What am I <laughs> gonna do with all this angst? That's probably why he seems like such a cool guy. He's like, yeah, I, yeah, what's not <laughs> yeah, to like yeah. about yeah. everything? You know? Everything is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> when, when I was nine, my dad was an astronaut. What do you want from me, <laughs> Jesus? So well,
0: actually, I'm kind of bummed. Colin that Hanks is
2: like pushing forty
0: now, or something. Yeah, he's, creepy, he's in his thirties. Well, it? he's I'm like just,
2: eighteen or something in this movie. I'm, I'm just kind of
0: bummed that Colin Hanks didn't. Take you know, because it'd be cool if we just had like a succession of Hankses that all kind of look the, the same. The Hanks dynasty, the, the, the Hanks, Hanks dynasty. Yeah, because <laughs> you know I like Colin Hanks in, in stuff. He was he's he can do things. It's just like no yeah. one. I guess no one had the Tom hasn't yet stepped out of the way. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah, there's Tom actually Tom, a there. Colin Hanks retire. was
1: in uh, the good guys. He had a TV show. he
0: yeah, yeah, was in Orange County. Is the thing that most people know him from. I yeah, we just say also King Kong. Oh yeah, I was in King Kong. He was the photographer guy, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I've heard he him on. Uh, I've heard him on some podcasts, and he seems like a really cool guy. He's, yeah, uh, he's a, I mean, he's a friend of a friend. He's probably really cool. Raised by, uh, in part, by Hanks. Like I guess Rita Wilson <laughs> isn't his mom, so right. there was like a stepmother thing. But yeah, but it's not like you couldn't tell from a mile away that he's Tom Hanks's kid. He yeah. looks exactly oh, he like totally, Tom Hanks he,
2: he totally And sometimes when he talks Suddenly like a, a word or a phrase Would be like Whoa that was totally dad Whoa XS Hanks Just yeah. got <laughs> yeah. Hanks He went full <laughs> Hanks there I just got Hanks in the face he is, yeah. a, I
3: really like his episode In uh, Band of Brothers I think he does a great Oh you know, yeah Turns yeah. a great performance
2: He plays he like does, a, uh, a guy
3: Just straight out of West Point It's like the last month of the war And he just really wants A little bit of action and all the other guys are like i it's we've got a month to go i just want to survive if i die now it's going to suck by we, the way if you're in just the just uh, justin.tv
0: chat room guys go to friendsinyourhead.com/live we're in a chat room here but we don't have one up on justin tv sorry i'm getting messages in my email from people on justin tv being like hey how come we're not in the chat room why won't you acknowledge us yeah. friendsinyourhead.com/live Pop apparently over. they're uh, they're the squid things from
1: <laughs> Galaxy Quest. So I did it just
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> why won't you acknowledge us? <laughs> <laughs> the ship was a model. We are just a TV <laughs> in the chat room. A very clever deception, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, la, 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 la.
1: I couldn't remember the
0: name. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> the uh, thermians. 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 He's a termite. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. These are some nice digs, by the way, behind They're the nice, studio. Yeah. nice, Yeah. What's cool is I, I, uh, one of the. This is. A building that would have existed in the 60s and obviously it does exist but places like this where like the entire fucking studio is in this one room where they do all the tv stuff but all the offices are there and all that shit in one big building there's a few of those in hollywood and one of them is the old cbs building which is still standing but cbs left so now it's just this like big ass building with a bunch of like studio space and a bunch of offices that are all getting rented out individually and a visual effects company i worked at several times Used to be in there. They have moved since, but like, and we were next door to Jackass, like the, the Dick House guys. So like, we would see Knoxville and Wee Man walking by all the time. Nickelodeons in there, uh, and there's a few other ones. The company that had the rights to produce um, NeuroMancer had it for a while. And I was having a cigarette once, and I went out and I'm like talking to this guy, like, so what do you work? And I was like, oh, I work, over, you know, over here. We're trying to get NeuroMancer off the ground. I was like, well, good luck. They've been working on that one for a while. I was like, yeah, but, you know, we think we can do it this time. I'm like, well, tell me about it. What do you got? He's like, well, we got like a forty million dollar budget. This is like two years ago. million budget. I'm like, that's not enough. He's like, "Uh, uh, we're having Joseph Kahn direct, and we're thinking of Hayden Christensen for Case. We're thinking of Hayden Christensen for the lead role. I'm like, well, I hope you have as much luck as they've had so far, (laughs) because that sounds really bad. I didn't say that, but anyway. But it's this whole building full of like, it looks exactly like this. (laughs) Yeah, but Just, you but you brought it, Teague. That that energy. Uh, yeah, I, we've
1: heard nothing about that since.
0: Exactly. I I, I must have convinced him. <laughs> you with, effectively shut them down. I convinced him with my nonchalance. This guy uh, nails this riff for sure. Yeah. He totally looks like
1: you look at him and you're like, "Yep, yeah, that guy's a bass player who doesn't give a fuck." You can <laughs> yeah, yeah. totally tell. Still drunk from
0: yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. He's totally hungover. And it, yeah, but uh, perfect. uh, He's the Wolfman or whatever. I'm like, yep, I buy that too. That's his stage name. Yeah,
2: the Wolfman.
1: So scary. Cut. There's a there's a surprising number of people from this time whose stage name was the Wolfman. Though
2: I gotta say, well, there's the Wolfman, Jack. Yeah, everyone else is a pale imitation. Dude, there
0: was like six Big Boppers, six of them, and they're pissed (laughs) when one dies. Come on, you got five more Big Boppers. Yeah, there's only one Big Bopper, man actually now I kind of want to hear Seth MacFarlane sing Chantilly Lace too oh he would totally do that yeah. Yeah,
2: totally
0: yes this is the Big Baba speaking so,
2: so is will I what but he would expli- he I, would explicitly I- say what what meant <laughs> Will I put my thing in? You have it of course I will. Will uh, I put you? On and the I'll flight? make a movie about it and make a cartoon show about it on Saturday night. There's Speaking Colin, Colin Hanks Hanks, for one yeah. second, yeah. and he's got the 1999. Oh, there he haircut. is. Well, he's got the peewee haircut there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, I thought he had to be in here somewhere, but I didn't know where he actually was.
0: Yep, that's him. So that's and here awesome. we get. Hey, like, we
3: get our Brian Cranston as. Uh, and you uh, get Peters, Peter. Peter Scolari. Cranston
0: for no particular reason. You don't need a reason for Cranston. Yep. he's in everything. You get Walter White. Yeah. yeah, he is the one who knocks, and he also. By the way, speaking of that whole like Reddit thing, Samuel L. Jackson's second monologue that he chose was oh. the I'm the One Who Knocks speech. He didn't do it very well. No, he didn't. He kind of was just sort of reading it, uh, which, you know, what do you expect? But it's Oh, and that's, uh, oh that's, that's right. That's um, um, Liv Tyler. No, no, no. <laughs> no,
2: the, the uh, announcer. Tom Hanks.
1: No, the announcer. Oh, is he a real announcer? From well, the no, timer.
3: he's uh,
0: it's, uh If they show him again, I might remember. <laughs> Monsanto? Chemstrand. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize Monsanto was that old. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Monsanto's guy. been around forever. Yeah. Uh, I don't recognize him.
2: Monsanto, one of the great uh, pavilions in uh, Disney World, has always been the Monsanto Pavilion. Hmm. When they talk about you know the wonders of agriculture. They were there the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This whole new demonizing of Monsanto, as if they're some company that just existed like since yesterday. It's like one they the just old, popped up. Here. One of the oldest Conagra, all the agri companies there is, and they're not even the bad one. Conagra is the bad one. Monsanto's like saints compared
0: to Conagra. So. What do you guys actually think of the photography in this movie? Do you like the look of it? I mean, Mike was saying it'd be a little bit more polished now, but... It all seems pretty in focus. That's Yeah, cool, yeah. yeah it's I mean, nice it, the it, it, way it's all pointed right at the actors, generally. Yeah. It seems very like naturalistic. There's a bunch of kind of good... I mean, this is a weird time to talk about it, because it's a stage with different lighting on it. But it, yeah. I, I kind of like the look of it. It looks very unassuming, but yeah. but it's well lit. There's contrast in the shot, which is nice. I always like it when that happens. Yeah, there's no point where it feels... You know, there's the... There's always the
1: the low budget problem. I don't know why it's it feels that way, low budget, but there's either it's underlit, number one, or it's it's not overlit, but it is clearly lit. You know, you can you look at it's it sourcy. and Yeah. It's yeah, sourcey is a good way to put it. Whereas here I mean obviously it's Tom Hanks, he had a budget. It's not it's not gonna be, you know, that he was just hiring people from film school or, or anything, but
0: it's not extravagant, um, but it's well done.
1: Yeah. It's not well, it's not trying to be fancy because that's not the kind of movie we're making. We're not making a blockbuster here. We're just making a story about uh, you know, the the nineteen sixties and it's not it's not a fantastical story, so the colors aren't all bubblegum and pastels and stuff like that. It's not like it's real. It's not Tim Burton's version of the sixties. It's you know
0: <laughs> it's I love how the SM gets, gets on the intercom the and says Blew. Teen Sensations, the Wonders, to the stage, <laughs> yeah. please. That's what it says like, it's probably not a, you, other wonders. I don't the, want to
2: see your shit again. That's what it says on the card. Yeah. <laughs> teen teen Sensations, like, The not the
0: early
3: 20s. Sensations, the Wonders, yes. the teens. It's probably the, formerly
2: important band to the stage. <laughs> it's probably it's probably required by Tom Hanks. It's like you you always refer to them as Teen sensa- yeah. Teen Sensations, the Wonders, and they
0: only want red jelly beans. Yeah. I heard something interesting about those. Like you, you read about the crazy writers that like stage sure. performers have, where it's like you know Van Halen came through and they wanted nothing but like, an obscure kind of Diet Coke that was only on sale for a year, three years ago in Venezuela. Like that's what the, the weird shit they asked for. And I always thought it was just them being really indulgent, right. but it turns out at least some it's of the times the Green
1: M and M's thing is the, the Green yeah. M and
0: M's is to is basically just to see. If they didn't fuck this up, we know that they've got their shit together. Yeah. If they did, then they we did. have to keep an eye What's on What's
2: important things. is, you know, the stage requirements and the staging and all that kind of stuff. So you walk in the dressing room and the M&Ms have some green and I'm just like, "Oh, now we got to check everything."
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Cuz they didn't they yeah. clearly didn't read it closely it's enough. It's like it's like Brando with his uh, first take always sucking. Yeah.
3: The uh,
2: the, full, the full story of that
3: is in uh The Tipping Point uh, Gladwell's book. It's mm. it's a bunch of places, but he he talks about it in there as
2: well. Tipping Points a good one. Yeah. It's good. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's Robert Ridgley, I had to look it up finally. But what's some other stuff? Bob Ridgley was well. He's the reason I he is. It's funny because he's basically he should be Ernie Anderson, but Ernie Anderson was dead. Um, Rob Ridgley <laughs> was a buddy, was a good buddies with Ernie Anderson, um, who was the father of. Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh. So, Bob Ridgely is in Boogie Nights. He's the colonel he's the, the from Boogie Nights. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, so, he's apparently, he's, he's really, according to Paul Thomas Anderson, a very twisted individual in real life. <laughs> the the fun uncle that everyone wishes they had. Okay. Because uh, he was demented and crazy and died not long after Boogie Nights was, was shot, actually. Didn't get to, I don't think, even live to see the final version of the movie, if I recall. So um, There it is. Nice and easy. That's there we a go. Shot. That's, a, that's a good shot. You don't have to rush it.
0: Add a baby. It's a real pretty shot. Don't have to rush it. Tom Everett Scott picked up the drums real fast. Like everyone said he was a natural, but seriously, he picked up the drums really yeah. fast. He looks like a drummer. He looks he's like a, he's doing it. I, I mean, s- my best friend in in And he really does play I Am Spartacus. And, yeah. Like, that's yeah. him playing that solo, which is cool. Which, apparently, Tom Hanks got a writing credit for the drum solo. Huh. Like, the one he plays again with Mars Callahan behind the glass, and he's like, what do you call that? I Am Spartacus. Like, that whole thing he just played before that. Tom Hanks has a writing credit. So, I don't know if, like, Tom Hanks wrote that drum improv. <laughs> Or if just that's sort of, brought, H- Hanks is like trying to backdoor some patents and he shit. Wrote, he wrote the lyrics. For yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you don't usually hear the lyrics for I'm
0: Spartacus. <laughs> he,
3: he did exactly what Rod and Mary did with the yeah, Star with Trek the theme.
2: Software. I wrote the
3: lyrics, so I get half of the royalties Be of that.
2: On the rim of the starlights Way too many black people in this audience. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfman, <laughs> sheets, and a baby. So so yeah, this is basically very similar to what happened with the Beatles, um, where it was the shot of of uh, of. John and it said, "Careful, girls. He's engaged." And John flipped or no, out. Or like, watch it. He's married, or yeah, something watch like it. Like that, yeah. he's married. Yeah, he's married. And 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 it was like, you're blowing the illusion. Yeah, we're everybody's boyfriend. That's the whole shtick. Is that you know the girls think they can have us? It's like if I'm married, that makes me a whole different other thing. That's you idiot. Yeah, and that's still.
1: I mean, to this day, there's there's. There's people in Hollywood. There's you know actors and stuff who everybody knows is gay. I mean, they're starting to come out now. A lot more of them, but but there's ones (laughs) that are still some in the closet. There's still some in the closet, and it's not because they wouldn't be accepted. I mean, as as uh, you know, um, uh, Neil Patrick Harris has demonstrated by he plays a womanizer (laughs) on a very popular TV show. You can still play it, but there's you know people will accept you as that. But but if you're the teen idol. You it's can't do that thing. because you're supposed to be every so girl's like boyfriend. Boyfriend. like Ricky yeah. Martin.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: He came out when he was like 31. It's like, okay, we're done with, you know, Lance Bass, you know. Yeah. So. The, uh, exactly.
1: It's like, we're not doing that anymore? Okay, I'm gay. <laughs> totally gay. gay. Yeah. Totally gay. I was I'm gay saying, the whole time. Ah, yeah. gay, fool, you. Uh, yeah. what's, uh, what's Simon
3: from Firefly? What's the actor's name? Oh, um. Sean Marr. Sean Marr. Sean, Sean, Mar. yeah. Sean Mar tells exactly that story. Uh, he told his agent or something. He's like, yeah, you know, just so you know, I'm I'm gay. And his agent was like, uh, mm. bye. can it be bi (laughs) I I feel like uh, people
0: technically it should be I mean you know I feel feel like people would react more strongly to bi than gay at this point that was the whole thing well, with Freddie Mercury, too. At this
1: point at this point, especially culturally, if he came out as bi, everyone's like, ah, he's gay. <laughs> yeah, like he's like nobody gay. would no one no <laughs> one would even if he was legitimately bi, everyone's like he's yeah. just
2: gay. He just, just indecisive, right. I hate yeah. people who are
0: indecisive. <laughs> Last thing on that note, it was on the like, other day on Reddit I saw a funny uh, sudden clarity Clarence where it's like, Oh my god, Neil Patrick Harris is playing straight people. The way that all gay people or all straight people play stereotypical <laughs> yeah. gay people. He's playing
2: a flaming straight. Guy. He's playing a flaming straight man. <laughs> that's that's just what you think we're like.
3: We're not like that. <laughs> not all of us are like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> disrespectful to our people. Yeah. Wow. Anyway,
2: this is where actually okay. I want a flaming straight guy.
0: I want a, I want I want that copyrighted or something. Yeah, I want good.
1: Trademark it. <laughs>
0: uh, this is where the movie basically whatever sort of. The, the tension and the push and the drive that it has is about to deflate. Because this is, you know, a long scene. It's a quiet and somber scene. And after this, the movie doesn't really ever get back up to speed. It's just sort of like, you know, the top is about to just fall over and the movie's over. Yeah. It's, it's almost over anyway. It's almost like, over,
2: over, over anyway. it's almost it, like almost that, that
3: performance, you know, them actually on camera is the climax of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least like the action climax and this is the emotional climax. Yeah, and then it kind everything of is. Else and, is, is to be, and,
1: the, and the thing is, it feels like It feels like that ought to be, and and you know, this is as Mr. White himself says, this is a very common story. It's like it feels like that ought to be the moment that really catapults them, and instead, it's the moment that destroys them. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and it's
2: a little sad, but it happens. I think, I think, again, you know, we're giving Liv Tyler a reason for having been in the movie all this time. I think the speech kind of, you know, it's one of those okay we get it I mean thousands
0: I, and thousands it, of kisses If you're, you if
2: you're cutting things I mean you could have done that entire speech with her just walking out of the room yeah you know just like finally she gets it Jimmy's a douche you know what now it's like because it's It's a hard monologue to try and sell for any actor. And,
1: and there's there's one line cut out, in the extended version there's like two lines cut out of them and they are easily the worst lines Even in worse. the entire movie uh, which lines are those so it, she, she says something like um, or uh, she, her name is Kitty. The, um, the other girl, the blonde. Chick. Yeah, the, the blonde play girl. She uh, she playboy says playboy you bunny. you tell him, honey, and and <laughs> you tell him, Steve, Dave, <laughs> and yeah, and Liv Tyler literally says something like, "I'm going now," and you can watch his slow descent into the loveless life he deserves. Like that wow. Jesus line, right? And it was like.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn,
1: that one needed to be. Cut. I feel like yeah. I just
0: met Faye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: That's right. finally we meet the real Faye, who clearly <laughs> is going to grow up to be Anne Rice and write <laughs> yeah. uh, write some
0: serious romance novels. But um I love that guy got this moment. By the way, after they all like leave, he gets to just kind of hang out in a real studio yeah. and jam a little bit. Well, because the thing is, the thing uh, as as far as it goes, guy is the one who
2: is yeah in it for the music. He's not. He's, the, in only, it just he's the only one who wanted this. For what the music is, yeah. yeah. Everyone else has gotten what they wanted out of it, or you know, or, or Jimmy, you know, Jimmy hasn't gotten what he wanted. He hasn't. He wanted something else. It's but all Jim, about- but Jimmy, it was all about
1: the ego. It was all about, yeah. you know, he 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 pretends it's for the art, but it's all about people loving him more than the the, the music or anything. And, Whereas and for calling
2: his band, the Hertzman, which he finally gets to do, yeah.
1: Whereas for uh, for uh, for Guy, it was always about just being along for the ride and enjoying the music he's, and so he's the one who gets the payoff of getting to play with his hero. You yeah.
0: Know? Del Paxton.
1: Now this was something that we quoted all the time. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This apparently is For no reason. We just yeah, thought it was the funniest greatest something, thing. Something snappy. And
0: Jonathan Sheck actually tells a story about when he auditioned this was his. This was the side that he was reading mm. and he had come like in costume and he did his hair the thing and when he said I quit and he walked out he literally walked out <laughs> he just and kept Hank's kept, like, chased him out hey come back here come back here uh, but <laughs> That's great he's I, w- like, I would totally do that And just collapse On the other side committing. of the yeah. Just be like eh, I hope he chases me <laughs> I hope he chases me I'm really going
2: yeah. You close the door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You call your agent Ten minutes later And go Did you just fucking Walk out of the audition
0: my, I was doing fuck. a thing For those who <laughs> don't have For those who don't have Eyeballs in their ears Mike just did You close the door And then he did Like little girl hiding, <laughs> Hide and seek face yeah. Like yeah. ooh ee. you can't see me <laughs> Biting my nails A little bit so. <laughs> yeah, He's like I'm really leaving I'm, I'm, I'm going now I'm walking away <laughs> yeah. I'm really gonna leave Don't try and stop me I'm committed That's right Don't stop me Smee Don't stop me Smee Smee try to stop me <laughs> Fucking Lenny <laughs> He's like handing like chips to the photographer Here's a one dollar yeah. chip Thank you
2: You should save those chips Lenny
0: Yeah
3: man <laughs> yeah, Even the other up. base Watch player gets the name here Yeah You're a good man Wolfman I'll,
0: I'll, I'll see you later Scott Pell <laughs> Yeah I know. They, they give him a full name just He probably in, gets in, in, a real name category. Everyone in the movie has a name except for Ethan Embry so so I I understand why Mr.
2: White was snarky to Jimmy cuz he's lost respect for Jimmy but you know he's even being kind of a little hard on 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 Spartacus here. Oh,
1: he was just fucking
2: with him though. I know, it's, 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 yeah, he lets thing. up on him but at first thing, the wonders are in breach of contract. You're like, "Jesus, dude. Wow." But then He's a little he's still he's still kind of twisting the knife though a little yeah. bit. It's like, dude, you know, i are not that nice. This is the ultimate payoff. It's like, he's not that nice a guy, really. Yeah. He's not he you know, in the end it's like, and we're done, you know. It's
1: true. He's totally like there's no handshake or anything. He's like, "Well, I guess we're done here, bye."
2: Yeah. You're a good kid. You ki- can
1: you can hang out cuz we got the place for another half hour. <laughs> yeah. It
2: really You're it, a
3: good kid. That so, that line is the perfect encapsulation of that cuz it's like Oh, you can hang out if you want, but be out of the hotel room by three. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The, the both, both sides right there. I
1: am, I, am, uh, I am a little disappointed that he explicitly said the line about one-hit wonders. Yeah. Because it's so, yeah. calling them the wonders is yeah. so like, just leave it there. But then he goes out of his way to be like, do you see what we're doing here? Oh my
0: God,
2: that's where the expression comes from. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dun, sure dun, on Reddit dun, there's a today I learned. Tom Hanks <laughs> is inside
0: the language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pun is coming from inside the movie I got hanked on my face the guy behind the uh, yeah
1: it is it is the uh, the kind of coldness of like not even a handshake he just yeah, turns his back yeah, and leaves like,
2: he's like well you were it for the week bye not even a little bit of like you know but hey this is you know yeah. it's like one hit wonders is a very common yeah. story but then there's another story. Exactly. Yeah. I've seen a lot but of that. But hey, guys. keep playing. Doesn't even give him like that. Just like, all right, see ya,
1: bye-bye.
0: Uh, good luck with your face. Bye. I gotta go find the next one, because that's how I get yeah. paid. Yeah. <laughs> Call Phil up. Uh, this guy that is behind the pain in the recording studio we're about to see is an actor named Mars Callahan, who has one line in this movie want to lay, lay it, it down, down and that's it but he wrote and directed and stars in a whole movie called Pool Hall Junkies oh. which is actually kind of fun in sort of the weird every sport has to have a rounders movie made over it kind of thing like it's <laughs> yeah. it's the rounders for for pool oh, uh, but there's a there's a great Christopher Walken uh, monologue in that movie it's worth checking out um and I, I was watching this movie, and it's all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, the guy who wrote, directed, and starred in that whole movie, and he's been in other shit too, is the extra who says one line in the studio in that thing you do. My God. Anyway, uh, Pool Hall Junkie doesn't My mind, Boom, the blowing. Out. My mind, all the blow. <laughs> who knew? Boom, I really don't see the Tom Hanks so much as you guys do. Well, because he's making a weird duck face right now. Yeah, <laughs> right, now he's, he's, <laughs> right now
2: he's doing a Tom, Robert Patton something, which is not good, good at all. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Steve's, yes, one of the things about Steve Zahn, you know, with being, like, learning guitar, supposedly just for the movie itself, you know, it's like, or, or whatever, is uh, pretty impressive. It's it's apparently that's a Steve Zahn thing because in the movie Sahara, um, he's very good with an AK 47 to the point where he can shoot both directions with an AK 47. He can shoot, you know, left-handed left handed and right hand. handed with it. Oh, wow. And to the point where, to the point where, they actually have a shot that features him doing it because he apparently said, please give me a shot where you can see that I do that. <laughs> so so I guess Steve Zahn is always like, I learned a skill, but you will fucking show it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you, you get a close up of my hands, damn it.
0: Yeah, that's funny. So that's the guy right there. The, yeah, that's him. Mr. Mister Mr. there. Mars Callahan. And Mars is a cool name. And that's so is Callahan. Name. That's a good name. It yeah. sounds like a, I mean, maybe it's a made up name. I don't know. But it just, it sounds cool. Like he's a gangster. Maiz Callahan. Now, see in my see in my fanfic, um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) everyone gets a turn. Oh, go Go on! on. In in my fanfic, this is just this is actually just a a fan edit. Um, In my fanfic, um, Mister White walked out, saw Dale in the hall, and said, "Hey, you should
0: go in there and talk to the kid." That's (laughs) a good point. That'd be cool. Nice little redeeming moment. I'll buy that. And it's also a little bit less contrived. Yeah, like he he remembers the kid and all that shit. But maybe I don't know. He would. It was like the night before. He's Del Paxton, man. There's yeah, been a lot of little white true. kids. It's true, yeah. I bet
2: there I bet They're, they're only not. in town to do the, the Peter Scolari show, so it's only been a couple of days at most. Yeah.
1: Actually, they do make the point, at some point, they talk about how this entire thing, the entire rise and fall was over the course of like two
2: months. Exactly. Well, as yeah. indicated by the fact that uh, um, homeboy back home still got his cast on. Yes. Yeah. His arm isn't even unbroken yet. You know, still, or maybe he just broke the fuck out of it. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> just Get so broken it over and over and over again. He yeah. hates him. He's like he's like trying to <laughs> scratch it. He he hates keeps, you arm. As soon as he gets the cast off, he's back at those parking meters, man. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. He ah! does not learn. Or maybe he's, maybe he's he like to face his fears. the arm.
3: Maybe he's trying to blame the arm that's for right. his like misshot at success, and so every time he gets the cast off, he just
2: fifteen years later he's still got. Yeah. Since the guy always has a cast on his arm, what is his deal? Like, every time he gets it off, he just breaks that's it. Again. His, that's his. That's how he justifies he just, that he's never done anything with his life.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would, except for my broken arm, dude. You've had a broken arm for twenty-four years. <laughs> I keep breaking I, it.
0: I know it's a really bad luck, isn't it? <laughs> he broke the fuck out of it. Yeah, I love how I noticed. Obviously, I've noticed the arc with Guy and Dell, but I hadn't actually put together that the movie begins and basically ends with him getting to play along to, bel- to Del Paxton. Yeah, no. that's kind of a nice little symmetry thing. You see, it 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 rhymes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so so young also young squires. Cut, young squires. As as it is right now, it's like he's carrying a box of things for yeah. some reason. In the in the uh, extended cut, he basically what happens is he's he does his little uh, uh, thing with Del Paxton, and then he calls up. Clint howard right. at the radio station being like i have nobody in my life who will appreciate this so i had to call you <laughs> and right tell right. you that uh, you know i just jammed with Dale paxton and glint howard is so excited he's like is he still there dude get an interview with him i will make you a dj on my station and Whoa. so and so those are interview tapes with Dale paxton and the other people that he was oh, recording okay. with and now uh, uh and guy guy's is going job. guy is going to stay and become a, a, a DJ. dj which that's cool What's interesting is, but whereas a, now, whereas now they they would it so that he's going to be uh, he's going to play on um, you know session recordings. Okay, yeah. and that's going to be his there's career. there's
3: an extra moment at the beginning of that scene with a uh, with a valet like on the phone with somebody going yeah yeah I'll, I'll talk to you later and like it seems like a completely extraneous moment. I don't know why that's just,
1: that's just He's gotta be doing something Other yeah. than standing there Waiting stand for the
2: there, white people To show stand up Standing there being black Waiting for yeah. <laughs> a, a white just boy To spiritually key. mentor Throwing, throwing keys, keys To back. nobody so. in the parking
0: lot a, That ain't your job Hey so. That ain't your job I love... It's a really weird sort of conceit, what they do here in a second, before we end into the movie, where they give you the life story of these fictional characters. I don't think I'd actually ever seen that anywhere else. Where they're like, these people... House. At, don't
1: they...
0: Did, 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 oh, they did do it in Animal House. Yeah, Wait, the house. The, yeah. the, yes.
1: what, what they went on to do? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Isn't, that, at the end. isn't that American Graffiti? Don't they do that in American American Graffiti, yeah. Yeah.
2: There you go.
0: Well, maybe not then. It's yeah, just cool. a pretty it's common a, thing. I feel like... Animal House probably, is
2: kind of doing a joke riff on American Graffiti, yeah.
0: really. Is I feel like
1: they probably did that in... Can't hardly wait. They do that in all those kinds of movies.
0: Yeah. They Star- do it all the time. <laughs> Star Wars. Every movie ends like that. Yeah. They did it in Back to the Future. Marty McFly became a wood McFly became.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Marty McFly laughs> came I think- down with Parkinson's disease. Oh, yeah. really? Shame. I think this was the Wouldn't first. Wouldn't that movie freak I saw? you out if that really were at the end of <laughs> Back so to the creepy, Future? Like, oh my god. Marty McFly had a television series on NBC. <laughs> I think
3: that I think this was the first movie that
1: I saw that had that
3: thing at the end, and so it only I- confused me even more whether or not it was
1: real. I guess it is a relatively uncommon thing because my roommate did the exact. Same thing, he went, Wait, is this a true story?
2: Yeah, I was like, No, they just do that. am not the only one. And sometimes there's some movies where they'll do that, and I'll be like, that, That's but it's wrong. It's like so and so, you know, now it works. He won a major case again. No, you he didn't win him. That, that didn't happen. That didn't actually happen. Like, there was it a
3: destroys the whole movie that I just watched, exactly. Richard it's, Gere went on to, well, a, lead when, it apartheid. to like,
2: when it tries to like say something serious actually happened because of this fictional character that didn't actually happen There, there's a weird way that sometimes it'll overstep oh, like they're it trying to add to, like, stakes to the world the history. he later contributed to the end of the Vietnam War no he didn't he's in a movie it's not real that didn't happen <laughs> right <laughs> that's bullshit There was there's a weird one um, Runaway Train uh, not Runaway Train uh, Unstoppable which is about a Runaway Train um, uh, Scott's last movie is really good, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Unstoppable is really quite good. Um, But at the end, it's based on a true story about a train that that had no driver and accidentally was, you know, running away and how these guys caught up to it and caught it. And it's highly fictionalized and turned into an action movie. But at the end, it's like the guy who originally, in the movie, the character in the movie who started the runaway train running away Mm -hmm. by being a douchebag in the train yard and and fucking up, it says, he now works in fast food. I'm like, no, he's in prison. Right. Right. (laughs) if this if that happened in the real world, he'd be in fucking prison. Maybe he's making hamburgers at San Quentin. Yeah, he's responsible for multiple deaths and several million
0: dollars worth of damage, according to the fiction of this movie.
2: Yeah. No, the, I hope he's in prison,
0: otherwise the justice system is fucked. The, the thing that's coming up here in a second, and you guys can keep an eye on it when it happens and tell me if I'm right. The movie ends. It goes out on a shot of... Uh, the Magic Negro Well no But not only that Not only that <laughs> but, he like, but he like yeah. It's like Omar like Turns into the yeah. Into the camera oh, yeah. Looks in the into camera, camera. Wall Winks, smiles And it, it hold frames on that And that's Something about the Film grammar of that Makes me feel like This whole time This whole story Was like a weird thing In his mind yeah. Like he invented This whole thing in his head And he's been crazy The whole time Because they just go out On this picture Of like wink, smile And just staring at his face While it fades yeah. to black You're like Was it him? The whole like was this all in his head? <laughs> yeah. It's usually. usually it's, was he Private the puppet Ryan master? Thing. Exactly. Yeah, he's really. telling a story. and exactly. exactly. the flashback for. was yeah. totally wrong? Like, sprightly like guy who just stands around and changes lives. But so
1: he was he was the puppet master. There's, I'm sorry, Marionette. Is that there's the magic concierge, concierge
0: <laughs> desk? There's two. There's
2: there's two. Even there's and there's two magic Negroes in this movie, and and there were yeah. three, but th- she was cut out. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one gives the gift of sex to one of the white boys. Um, one gives the gift of uh, jazz, and then and, yeah. and one and so, gives the gift of love. Exactly. So uh, so yeah, it's very much like a puck thing. It's I don't know for me in film. They, craft,
1: yeah, they turn out to all be the same ones. <laughs> so yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, magically, actually,
2: actually, what she we need to shut them. They all recombine th- all three of them coming together <laughs> and like shaking hands, like well
0: done. Yeah, like <laughs> the ghost uh, at the fixed end of Jedi. all those white boys right up. That was great. <laughs> and then fades to white.
2: Yes, exactly. Fades <laughs> <Phased> to white.
0: <laughs> it's like the end shot of Return of the Jedi
2: with all the ghosts. Yeah. For me in film grammar what this means is, you know, it was all a fairy tale. What
0: do you what do no. you think everybody? Like it needs to Irish like, t- like Tinkerbell comes in and like And they lived happily ever after. Now, this second version of the song was obviously one of the ones that they threw out. I like it, but I'm really amazed how much better the other one is. Like it's it's if this is the kind of stuff they were getting, this version of the song we're listening to now, this is okay. The th- the actual that thing you do song that they used is like astoundingly yeah. good. Like I see, that's Are weird. they
2: playing that thing you do right now? They're,
0: they're, playing, they're, no, they're, playing, they're playing the, the, the ballad version, right? a, a wow. well, they're, not, they're not even playing the ballad version yeah. of the same song. They're playing an entirely different one. Yeah. Uh, that was another one that they, I guess someone turned into them.
1: Oh, a different attempt at...
0: Yeah, someone at, else's that yeah. thing right, you right, do. Right, right,
1: right, because there were a bunch of people that's who right.
0: auditioned songs that could be called that right.
1: thing oh, cool. you do, and then they picked the, one. Uh, okay. The
2: last little bit of irony that, that I think oh, is... Oh, uh, that's right. It's Steve Zahn's character is also a Apollo 13 reference. Yeah, that's he's Hayes. Okay, yeah. The other thing that's hysterical is the little note there Jimmy did three albums for Playtone yep that that, you know he's not not stupid that wasn't the end of the thing it was you know they they, you know Playtone's not stupid either they're like okay that's that's snappy
0: yeah (laughs) bring it back let's do that he's like oh this okay but I'm not recording songs in fucking Spanish (laughs) yeah
2: Alright, we'll get somebody else to do the Spanish one. What do you want from me?
0: Anyway, I just I love this movie. It's a it's really fun. Major Motion Picture Director. That's the <laughs> entire title. That's yeah. great. It's like the Teen Sensations the Wonders. Yeah. yeah. Um that should have been in the credits. That's what it should have said in the ah, credits. Originally. The Teen well, Sensations Declure the Wonders we were played Mark by. Declure. Look at all these names that you know. It's a lot of cameos, you know, calling a lot of favors. Anyway, uh but all the songs, if you actually get the soundtrack album, there's like eight or nine original songs on there that are you know, incidental in the film, but they're all great and they're all different genres and fun and it's wonderful stuff. It's fun to watch. I love the characters. I love the little story uh, and it's just a, it's a, it's a Saturn really- Saturn five another. Saturn <laughs> five another yeah, reference. That, it's that, a would, really, be, that uh, would totally be a band name at the time. It's a really easy watch and it's sort of a comfortable movie. It's like a comfort movie. Like yeah. you want to watch this movie with like chicken soup, uh, but I'm glad we did it and I'm glad the conversation never fell apart. That's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Hooray, Brian.
3: Yeah, really going into this, it was like, what is there to say other than it's awesome?
2: No. I don't know. Why like, you fools? Why uh, you fools? <laughs> Can't uh, we just do a lousy movie? Uh,
3: on, yeah, well I think uh, what movie were you, were you saying? Uh you, it was you T saying like yeah, it's a great movie and people should watch it, but I don't know what you would say about it because it's just Almost famous. solidly good. And I think this yeah. is it stacks up right alongside it that. Is, it's just like solidly good. It workmanlike is has a derogatory tone that <laughs> yeah. movie doesn't deserve. I, but it's it's workmanlike. I I would,
2: I would, I would you know, I would think more craftsman-like, yeah. craftsmanlike. I would, I would, I would uh, bump it up at least sure. to that level okay. yeah workman-like uh, is just showing up and yeah being, workman-like and, like and, is
1: like hey, it's a, well it's a joke we said it's like everything's in focus and the camera's pointing yeah, exactly. in the right direction you could hear
2: what the actor said yeah. and everything was in focus whereas what there's actually watching? the choice of like proper shot choices Tony and Basil and did the, the story, story oh like, shit
0: so. that just happened yeah Tony huh. Basil Tony Basil did Tony Basil says
2: everyone lie on your back and kick your legs in the air where's my check thank you and that is what Brilliant. Oh, she's a pop star. Oh, um, Mickey, you're so fine. You're okay. so fine, you blow my mind.
0: Hey, Mickey? Yes. <laughs> uh, Question
2: mark? She's Question mostly known as a choreographer. I like actually. how we got all
0: the way through that line, and you still said, hey, Mickey, Like it's the name of the... Like, hey, Mickey? Hey, <laughs> Mickey? It's not the other song where they're like, oh, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so <laughs> yeah. fine you are my mind. Yeah. It's <laughs> Stare me to heaven? So many covers of that. <laughs> the Spanish version.
3: Uh, Iron Man? Uh, so, yes. One <laughs> of... One of my comforting favorites. Yeah, yeah it not a, it's not—it's not a challenging movie at all, but it's just really like understatedly nice, well done in terms of craft and technique, and just just fun.
0: Michael, yes, speak nice things, and then you can <laughs> stop speaking. Uh, yeah, I mean, Doctor Evil, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs>
1: I sure like it. I don't you know smile iris out yeah we (laughs) talked wink we we managed to kind of talk about because like you said we were a little worried being like uh, so now they're now they're playing songs happening um Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a solemn movie. What you just said is ex- is exactly right, though. It's like a comfort movie. I'm like, yeah, if I were like sick, yeah. and I just needed to sit to sit at home for a day, I'd probably want <laughs> watch to watch Private Ryan. When yeah, I'm the exactly. Flu.
0: <laughs> it's like this and the Princess Bride are my when I'm wearing a robe <clears throat> movies. So, Jeez, Grandpa, why'd you tell me that story about the Oneaters?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad we did it, especially you know since since sometimes. The the choices that we do, certain uh,
0: people Spartacus have, written by Tom Hanks, yeah. arrangement by Wayne Jones. <laughs> what? It's a drum solo. <laughs> I don't know what happened. That <laughs> that
1: Tom Hanks went okay. He went to a drummer friend and he was like, okay, so it's like boom <laughs> and it's How do you like write, oh, that write that down. Write that down somehow. And the arrangement was you sit there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, if if there are Go you know you. if there are people in our community or in our listenership who haven't seen it yet, I yeah. I like the idea that this will drive <laughs> yeah, them to see it. So right. um, I look You're forward see to see the new Transformers one way Maybe. or the other. Yeah. We don't have to talk about that one exactly, although we should because it was like there's a lot to say. because oh, it was awful. But um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and we're done. That's yeah, Fireball
2: XL Five. Yes, but yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it for me, Trey. Yeah, it's. Um, this movie would be, um, now it would be a TV movie. Yeah, would, even even then it would have been a TV movie. It could have been a TV movie easily, um, and that's not a derogatory statement at all. That used not to be more. That used to be a derogatory statement, but now I'm not using it in any kind of derogatory fashion. It's, but it's like, the sort of scope of a TV movie. It's like that's exactly the kind of movie that movies, as we've said many times, movies used to be that, and occasionally about robots that that punch each other. Now movies are always about robots that punch each other, and only occasionally about characters doing things and living lives. Um, so so it's just like it's a real. They always tell us in the EPKs it's going to be about that. It's, and a, it's, it's just robots. It's a weird little. It's a weird little like. Oh yeah, it's a movie that didn't have one explosion in it. It's a nice that's, little story.
0: That's, that's huh. That's weird how that was a movie about that. It so, actually sits nicely on the shelf with a lot of movies from the seventies. It's the same sort of thing. Just a little story. Nothing fucking explodes. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice. Anyway It's almost It is almost the kind of movie That you'd make At the time (laughs) That's true uh, You can
2: almost see it being A a period movie Made at the time Of the movie It's just uh, It's too well shot For that Too well mixed to To be that
0: Anyway, uh, this has been What Are You Doing Movie? You can always go to friendsinyourhead.com. You can go to subscribe to us on iTunes, get a brand new episode every single week. We're twitter.com slash friendsinyourhead and facebook.com slash friendsinyourhead, spelled properly, friendsinyourhead at gmail.com. Go to the forum, involve yourself with the community. There's a lot of good people and all that stuff. We just added a new board for pitches and rewrites, and you can read Dorkman's alternate prequels, which now he's going to mine and make new movies out. of. <laughs> um, and uh, it's really cool. Uh, you know, People are joining every day. You should hop on that ship, please. Uh, Holden Hill Design and maintain the website. Buy our shirts, give us money. My name is T. Christie. Right, Finnefter? My cap, Del Paxton. Del Paxton. The Del Paxton? That's right. Save your mind. should have said Scotty McDonald. <laughs> this has <laughs> been, uh, what are you doing, movie? Good night, cab. good night. Get in the cab. Get in, in the, the cab. cab. Where do you get a really good light bulb? I need to get a good light bulb for this. Oh, you bulb. want a good light bulb? Yeah, a good, good, a good light bulb. bulb. <laughs> Who played Coronet? <laughs> with, with Nikola Tesla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> On Alternate. Friends <laughs>